What's going on guys? So tonight we have uh, two very special guests. We got Drew and we got Hank from the 643 podcast. We had a great conversation. We chatted about a lot of shit. Um, however, tonight I accidentally forgot to hit record and give these two gentlemen a very special uh, uh, introduction here. So we're adding this on to the very beginning. Um, one other thing, guys, if you guys do not know, Ryan, uh, who was the other host of 643 Conspiracy Podcast, had tragically passed away. So, uh, if you guys would, man, if you guys got a couple bucks, we're going to go ahead and put the GoFundMe in the links here. So, again, hop in there, man. Give them a couple bucks. They're not asking for a lot. Um, I know I would greatly appreciate it. I know uh, Hank would greatly appreciate it. Drew would greatly appreciate it. And, of course, uh, Ryan's family would greatly appreciate it. So, again, the gents from 643 Podcast, I do apologize for not giving you guys a proper introduction. I totally forgot hit re hit record, so we kind of just fucking hit it, kept going. Um, but these guys are awesome. You guys check them out, man. Great fucking guys. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Welcome to Sunday Night Secret Society, the podcast where we uncover the hidden truths and mysteries of the world. Joining us tonight are your hosts, Chef and Bo Diggles. Hey there, everybody. I'm Chef, and I'm passionate about cooking, conspiracy theories, and everything in between. And I'm Bo Diggles, a curious mind always seeking out the truth behind the veil. Each week, we invite special guests to join us as we delve into the world of secret societies, cover-ups, and conspiracies. We'll be exploring everything from ancient societies to modern-day cover-ups, and we'll be uncovering the hidden truths that are often kept from the public eye. So get ready to join our secret society, and let's explore the world together. Welcome to Sunday Night Secret Society. No, my bad, my bad. There we go. But yeah, dude, that's fucking uh that that's wild, dude. I I'm kind of in the same boat, dude, where we're for a long time not for a long time, but when I moved from Northern California down here uh during the whole pandemic bullshit, uh, I ended up getting on unemployment and didn't think I was even gonna get approved for it. And me and my fiance each got because we they back paid us eighteen thousand dollars a piece. Holy shit, bro! A pop, a pop, yeah. And then it kept going, and I knew what the right thing to do was, and I didn't do it. But I pretty much took like a year and a half off of work, dude, and I didn't work at all. And I bought every single thing I've always wanted. I bought a, <laughs> I bought a kegerator, I bought a VR. The little, have you guys seen the Oculus VRs? Yeah, dude, trip had to have one. Bought it. Um, started started. Uh, bought all these all this cooking equipment that I've always wanted that I can never afford. And yeah, dude, fast forward a couple years, dude, and now I'm just like, what did I do? Right, I'm looking back on that like, damn, I really could have paid off the Camaro I had at the time. <laughs> I could have really started <clears throat> investing into a into a house. 
because I think there's nothing more sacred that you can own this day and age than dirt. Like, agree. You know, I hate Luke Bryan, but one thing that man, you know, says <laughs> a lot is, you know, buy dirt. You know, yep. God ain't making no more of it. You know, I don't think we'll That's ever it. make it outside of the asphalt to go find the other dirt there is to find. But you know, no. I, 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 I genuinely want to own my own place. Like if I ever hit the lottery, that's, I would go off into the hills a little west of me and I would just buy as many acres as I could. And everybody, we could come, I'd build a commune. Like you each get a yeah. 10 acre plot, like yeah. we're spread out. And just yeah, absolutely. Figure our wells, <laughs> that's always our been food, like all that shit. Yeah. And get away from all this process bullshit that we're being fed. Yeah, for sure. That's been a dream of mine too. If you hit the lottery, just have a big ass commune just like yeah. that. Everybody's got, you know, several acres to yourself. But bro, speaking of the ice wall, so I sent you that uh that YouTube video. There's another YouTube video that I got sucked into, and this guy was a uh Raytheon employee. Oh, okay. And yeah. And uh, he was a, a whistleblower, ex Raytheon employee, um, and he worked at the South Pole Station in Antar in Antarctica, and he worked on the um, the neutrino detector. Okay, so I don't know what the fuck a neutrino is or w what that does, <laughs> right? But um, allegedly, it's some kind of thing in ice and whatever well it's supposed to we're with it we're supposed to be able to measure certain things whatever well the guy's like it does that but it can also transmit power between these little neutrino things that they have buried underneath the the ice and he said they can do it so fast that it caused an earthquake in like new zealand when they first started it Mm -hmm. and it can cause um all kinds of shit dude wow I, and yeah it was nuts man and he he was going on and on it was it was really interesting um the only part that you know kind of was like come on can't you spend a little bit he's he was talking about it and it's a fucking pencil drawing <laughs> Of, of of everything and it's got you know little circles down in the ice and all this shit i'm like really really like it's really hard to take you seriously when you've got a pencil drawing uh hit it with a couple of crayons you know <laughs> right exactly man come on dude add some add a little shading put a little colored <laughs> pencil in there do something dude but uh in that same video hank um and i, I gotta send it to you because it, that's what got me on this other documentary that I was watching. Um, this guy was in the uh, Marines and I forget, you know, what battalion or branch or, you know, whatever unit he was in. But at the time he was in Indonesia and he was doing some, you know, stuff in Indonesia. It was like 2009 um, and they were doing security work, whatever. Um, he said that while they were in the jungle there, um, they were doing security work. They were going somewhere. Him and his buddies that were on the route, they were pushing forward. They saw this UFO thing spinning in the air and they were like, what the fuck is that? So they start going towards it and they get stopped by military men all in. He was like, you know, they had better 
um, M4s with ACOGs and everything that I had, um, but better. They had no rank, no insignia, no anything. Um, and they were like, what the hell are you doing over here? You're, you know, had everything at us. They knew we kept our uh, IDs in our breast pockets, so they took them from us. They got them, you know, everything. Um, but the whole time, he's like, they're doing this. I'm looking at this fucking UFO thing. He's like, this thing is like 25, 30 feet off the ground, spinning. It's a UFO, uh, you know, levitating, whatever, off the ground. And they've got these, they were loading these uh, F-350 trucks with these big, like, uh, he said that they look like weapons containers that he's seen before, but there wasn't weapons inside. There was all kinds of weird shit in there. And then on this, <clears throat> yes, and then on this other uh, shipping container thing, at the front of it was um, what looked like an oxygen reserve, like some kind of an oxygen tank. He he said he wasn't sure if it was for like maybe vacuum sealing or something for this container that it was in. And when they were discussing it with this uh, professor and this doctor guy and on this other guy that's in the military was like, no, that's that's an oxygen tank for people. So he said that whatever military unit this was is transporting people from Indonesia onto this UFO thing and then taking it wherever. And he dude. said that, yeah, bro, it was nuts, dude. And he was, I mean, he seemed very legitimate, very believable, um, you know, uh, and he, you know, discusses military background and everything. And, you know, he said he all, had all the documentation, all the paperwork and stuff. And he said that um, the doctor that was there, he's uh, he's got his Ph.D. in whatever. Um, he said that uh, a couple other members of his unit corroborated his story, but they don't you know, they want to remain anonymous. He reached out to the one guy that was with him. And that guy was like, bro. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're, why you're even bringing this up. That shit's way bigger than you and I's career. I'm not going down for anything. I'm not talking about this. We never had this conversation. And see, that's wild to think that some Marines would leave their battle buddies out to dry like that. <clears throat> like Dude. I, one of my best friends is a Marine that served right after we graduated high school in 2009. He immediately went into the Marines and the stories that he can tell like that, that just blows my mind that they're so willing, you know, that either, either dudes on some bullshit or they really did stumble upon something that was really way above their pay grade, like serious enough to make a Marine look at a fellow Marine. Like, no, I don't have your six on this one. <laughs> yeah. That's scary. Yeah, That's scary shit, dude. And that almost, because you said that there was like a, uh, they were like loading people from like, excuse me, it was a container. Are you, so are we talking about the UFO is where he saw? <clears throat> so oxygen? they, the, no, so they see the UFO, right? So the UFO is, you know, off in the distance. Okay. Okay. Spinning, levitating, whatever. He said that they had these F 350s that they were loading those weapons containers in. And then, in the back of the other F-350, um, 
they were unloading it with the oxygen thing onto the UFO. Oh, yeah, dude. That takes, like, if, if there's any sort of, like, human trafficking going on, <clears throat> that takes that shit to a whole nother level. Oh, absolutely, bro. Well, and this this whole, how it got me all started was um, this documentary I had set, Hank. It was just talking about the suppression of information and and uh, in regards to energy and free energy and how we've had this technology of, like, free energy since the 40s and 50s since tesla died um we've had all these patents and everything where uh you know you could at the they say at the bottom of a coffee cup with hot coffee in it there's enough energy to like power your entire house (laughs) and and like um this guy and they were just talking about how every branch of the government has high level members of that branch at the United States Patents Office that kills all these ideas that comes in um, of anything that has to do with, uh, you know, a car that can run on water or, you know, all this types of stuff. Or an electric um, car that literally recharges itself and is a self-sustaining. Doesn't even no have to charge. Ch- yeah, there, there's no need for charging. Yeah, you seen that yeah. video. I think it, that cat's from like the early 80s, wasn't he? Yeah, like, that was hey, from the early little, 80s. He had this the yeah. little box and it ran the car, dude. Yep. And that guy, guess what happened to that guy? Uh, he, he got, got fucking, he he got killed in a cracker barrel, bro. Like there is all like there's all kinds of stuff that that, that this documentary had talked about. Um cracker barrel? At a cracker, cracker barrel. barrel at a cracker barrel, like he got poisoned or some shit and had a heart attack in the cracker barrel. Um there was, uh, you know, all these other guys that had made all these inventions and stuff. And and a lot of them, unfortunately, they got what the guy called was like the the my precious, the crazy yeah. inventor syndrome, you know, where they don't want to they don't want to tell anybody about it. It's their secret. It's theirs. They're the only ones that can profit from it or, you know, whatever. And then it ends up dying with them. Yeah, that kind of reminds me, it's kind of different, but it kind of reminds me, I've always heard, and I don't know how true this is, but like the recipe for like Coca-Cola, there's like two people that have half the recipe each. So without both of them, you're not getting, you're not getting the Coca-Cola recipe. Right. Yeah, I've always heard that. I don't know how, uh, how true that is. But you know what else is crazy about Coca-Cola is they're the only legal importers of cocaine. Like, yeah. So even though cocaine technically is not in Coca-Cola anymore, yeah, they still use um, the coca leaf, um, in you know the the Coca-Cola, and so they're the only ones in the United States that are the uh, allowed to import the coca leaf. Did not know that. I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, that explains why Coke's my favorite soda. <laughs> I know, me too, brother. That's me crazy. Too. Yeah, fuck Pepsi, dude. So, uh, <laughs> you know, since we're talking about documentaries and stuff, uh, Chef, I know I sent you the link. You said you've seen it. Drew yes. sent it to me, and I watched it this morning when I got home from work. Man, let me tell you, that, that documentary, The Great Awakening, will piss you right off. 
if you're Absolutely. if you're any kind of logical human that's willing to just take a take an hour and 40 minutes out of your day and i know that might seem like a lot well worth but, it but but please do yourself a favor go to youtube type in the great awakening it's an hour and 40 minute long documentary and from front to back cover to cover everything you need to know about what and why is happening around you in America today and not just America, but all over the world, you will not find a better explanation. Like I kept texting Drew, like, man, this shit's got me pissed off. Like I'm fired up. Like, you know, regardless <laughs> of how much we talk about it tonight, me and Drew are going to do an episode about it tomorrow. Cause I've got, I've just got to go in on it. Like I'm watching it again after we wrap up tonight and I'm going to take the time and watch it again and take notes and like, bro, like it's every like I said, it's everything that the 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 pod community, the circle that we're all in, it's everything everybody's been saying as far as it's a Maoist agenda, you know, it's communism, it's all this, that, you know, it started with the kids, but like we don't do it justice. The the case that's made that's laid out in that documentary, like you're you're literally looking a woman from Maoist China in the face, watching her cry because of the atrocities she's went through and how she doesn't understand that we as Americans don't understand how good we got it. Like we're yep, doing yep. it to ourselves, man. And it's, it's, it, it was, it was really, you know, as much as I thought I knew about the subject, it was very informative. And I'm so glad that Drew sent it to me. Uh, yeah, dude, that, so I'm trying to remember looking at my fiance see if i can ask her a question but they did multiple documentaries what other documentaries did they the great awakening that we just watched he does a shit ton i almost want to say one of them is called like plandemic or, or something like that yeah i think the entire series is the plandemic it and is. there's like and yes. then there's multiple and this is the third part or whatever the great awakening yes. i want to i definitely want to watch the other ones because it i mean like hank said you know, I, I thought I was pretty informed on the, you know, the the subject, and it there's so much shit that is in there that just kind of opens your eyes about everything. You know, I you mean, almost have to watch it a couple times. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because like, yeah. the first time you watch it, like your jaw's on the floor, man. Like even as even though you might know the if know about yep. this stuff, like the shock factor is so great that like. I can't, I'm not satisfied with just watching it that once because I felt like I was just getting slapped across the face every five seconds. And it was just yeah. like, I got to watch it again so that I think I understand what they said. Right. Instead of just yeah, being blown sure. away by like somebody finally said this shit in a way that you really have to try to ignore it. Like you really have to try to still listen to this story and turn away from the truth that like, we're seeing the same old song and dance again and again and again. And it's all starting with the kids. And that's, that's for me, dude. Like that's where, that's like where I fucking draw the line, dude. Like, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I actually, I remember cause it was like a week or two. I think it came out like a week or two, maybe three weeks ago. And we yeah, were it having... just came out like the the first week of June. It was like the it's June third okay. or something. Yeah, 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 June yeah, 3rd, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. That actually, that was my birthday, and that's when we watched it. It was a fucking banger. <laughs> but so the first, 
the first couple ones are fucking awesome. But the th that third one, dude, I remember sitting down, and this happens ever so often. I'm sitting down, um, kids are down, and me and my lady are watching our fucking crazy fucking documentaries and flat earth is where i that's all we do that's like i don't even <laughs> know netflix no netflix no hulu and it's not really because i want to be like oh yeah fuck that i boycott those fuck those fools it's not really that it's just kind of broke so we're kind of picking and choosing so Rockfin is our kind of way to go it's like 15 bucks a month and we get everything we fucking need um uh, but anyhow yeah we we're sitting there watching it dude and i get so pissed off dude like I can't even describe the level of pissed off that I get. And it's probably best for me and my community when I get that fucking pissed off is just to stay at home and don't leave because I'm just <laughs> fucking infuriated. Like, not that I'm going to go do anything like crazy, but. Oh, man, it was yeah. nine o'clock this morning and my kids were just getting up and I was ready to go into the room and just start wailing into the computer. You fucking shit. Me. You know, like, I was, the whole neighborhood was going to hear my thoughts about it because it was just so raw, man. Like, yeah, what, what really man. sold me was the guy that did the, the narrating from the 50 years ago. Like, it, it, halfway through the movie, I thought I was like, man, is this like, did they just make it appear to be, like, is this a, a modern-day actor that's appear, you know, with the patina of this old movie look? But, like, then when they transition him into his current-day self, and then you're like, oh, shit, no, he really said this shit 50 fucking years ago. And then you yeah. see him, like, flabbergasted by his own words because... Like he had no idea how accurate his own words yep. 50 years ago are. And every single thing he says is more accurate now than when he said it. Yep. It's, it's ridiculous, man. It's so ridiculous. Like, no, I, it, it, it's downright fucking offensive, man. Like I know that's a, it, oh, a yeah. buzzword, but like, I really took offense to what that shit had had on there because I'm doing everything I can as a father to keep all three of my kids with the same, you know, mind. Like I'm, I'm to the point where I'm not going to tell my kids to go to college. If you want a higher education, go to trade school, yep. go learn right. to do something Absolutely. that'll make you money instead of yep. learning 13th century women's basket weaving or something, you know, like, yeah. College degrees are pointless. We have to hold on to our families as tight as we can because as soon as we, like our the the guys that know what's going on, as soon as we give up, then they completely won. Yep. Like we still have a chance to fight back. And I think I think things are they're not too far gone. Like I I think things are really starting. The pendulum's starting to swing back the other way. It's just it's going to swing back a lot further than most people ever thought was possible because like it I've seen it across all creeds, races, religions, colors, whatever adjective you want to try to define somebody by like folks are sick of this shit. Yeah. Folks especially Yeah. Especially with just the complete utter hypocrisy that's going on right now with the bullshit with uh the indictment with Trump and all the other nonsense you know okay yeah the indictment i read i read some of it it's terrible it looks terrible yeah you had a bunch of classified documents whatever 
Uh, but so did every the other guy who was actually allowed to declassify shit. Uh, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly where I was going. Uh, you know, just like every other fucking president, you've got Hillary Clinton and everybody else still there. You've got, you know, uh, a big video just came out today that I saw earlier with Joe Biden, um, an audio tape of him talking with, um, I forget he was talking with somebody in in Ukraine with Burisma and, he, and uh, he was just like, oh, don't worry about it. Um, you know, he's not working with the FBI. He was and, talking and to Viktor Poroshenko, the, the yeah. president of Ukraine at the time. He was talking about the, uh, fuck, I forgot his other name, the prosecutor that they just got <clears throat> fired. Right. That they were thinking right. that that dude ran to the FBI and Biden's doing, you know, but no, it, no. what the, what the, the beautiful thing about that great awakening documentary, documentary, documentary was yeah. I got fucked up on my All syllables. good, baby. All good. Um, Put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> what they, what they, what they made pertinently clear is that the politics that we have today the 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 table was set when they they the, these elderly politicians the Bernie Sanders Hillary Clinton's Donald Trump's Joe Biden's name your career politician that's over sixty at this point and it it started when they were kids like and and when their parents were kids like it's the the I mean fucking uh what wasn't it Mao himself or was it Stalin that said the only way to defeat America was from within by the kids and so like this isn't something new no they've been doing this see see and I, I agree with this you the 20s think, at least yeah and I think once because once you got to make it a generation they they have to make it like a generational thing yes um so event yes. and 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 even if they've started like even if they started this in the 20s you're still gonna have your black sheep like like us i hate to even say sheep but black sheep um that are that kind of go against the grain go against the pack and like actually step back and be like this is fucked up something does not seem right but when you get all these and there's so many of these generations who are just like you know all gung-ho for this you know fucking trans agenda bullshit um the Joe, I mean, it, it just so it's so much, it's so much, and that's actually one of the biggest reasons. Like, we yanked our our daughter out of school, um, and it's fucking hard, dude. I'll I'll tell you, I'm I'm usually working, so I don't do a whole lot of the homeschooling. I'm not here all day to like deal with just having a kid a, a, a kid there all fucking day long. Like normally, you go and you pick your kid up from school, and they've been there for six to eight hours, and you're not having to be around them 24 fucking seven. Cause as much as we love them, kids can be a pain in the ass, but um, I fucking refuse, dude. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. And I'm, I'm very blessed and fortunate and nothing against anyone else that has kids in public schools. I'm just in, we're kind of, we're kind of in a situation where we can do this. It'd be better if both of us had a job, we'd be doing a lot better, but um, I would rather struggle for the rest of my fucking life. Struggle, dude. And just know that my daughter is not going to be fucking indoctrinated by the bullshit they're teaching in school. Even when she was so, so right now she's on like summer break, right? But when we decided to homeschool her out of the starting gate, she still was being taught the same fucking curriculum that they were being sure. taught at school. So we ended up finding a couple other badass, 
badass curriculums, dude. Uh, what's the name of that? What's the name of that? Come on. No, I don't think it's homeschool. Yeah, it's called the Classical Learner, and you can look this dude up on Instagram. The Classical Learner. I, Have you seen him? Yes, I a, I saw him. Uh, I saw him today. He's a badass dude, and he's got all these books and these books that teach you teach your kids about like Jekyll Island. They teach you about the Constitution, shit that they yeah, don't they teach were, you in school. Yeah, they were they were Did talking about the Constitution to today. Uh, I saw his Instagram video. There was an Instagram video today. Sorry to cut you off, Hank. No, about, you're golden. Uh, no, you're golden. Dude. A... I highly recommend it, man. That the, the downside though, the downside is so when we were homeschooling through the school system, everything was free. So all of the curriculum is free. So they sent us a big fucking box. They gave us little projects to do with our daughter. They gave us, I mean, I'm talking some fancy ass pencils here, dude. Like not pencils I grew up with and pencils you probably don't even find in school. I mean, they're not, they're not Crayola, dude. They are fancy ass, like the prism, nice ass shit. Um, and I was like, this is fucking awesome. And then I'm sitting down doing homework with her and I'm like, yeah, fuck that. We're not, we're not coloring the globe. We're not doing that. So right. big old fucking X on it. And I feel kind of bad because it's like my poor daughter, but I got to te teach him at some point. And I do believe, you know, I'm a flat earther, dude, or something similar. But I know for a fact, whatever heliocentric model and, and the the uh, the mathematics that go along with it are absolute fucking bullshit. It's funny. Could, you could thank the Rockefellers for that. Yeah, dude. And they, they've been planning this shit forever. And, you know, my our, our idea as parents is like, dude, like you need to learn how to read. You need to learn how to write. Basic, basic math. scientific shit. Basic you know. science. Basic, 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 basic. But, but like just enough to know like the scientific method. Like that there's actually a process to science. Like it's not just thinking something. It's like yes. you've actually got to test this shit. Just like discernment with anything else, you've got to test this shit. But nowadays in schools, like they have, they have uh, at least in California here, it's called No Child Left Behind. Yeah, well, that's every yep. that's that's okay, yeah. so that's, that's everywhere. Wide. So you can thank Obama for that. Like my daughter, uh, honestly, was before Obama, unfortunately. No, was that Bush? Yeah, it was Bush. Yeah, that, that was Bush. Dude. That cocksucker. I know. I used to love. I bro. I, did. I I used to love that guy. Bro, in in fucking high school and nine eleven happened, uh, because I was in high school, nine eleven happened and we watched that shit right on TV. Channel and one. then all yeah. Oh, we didn't watch it on channel one. I watched that shit live on whatever news channel was broadcasting at the time, but then we watched it on channel one the next morning. <laughs> uh <laughs> um, but you know, all the stuff that he had to say, and then now with my eyes opened and realizing how much of an inside job it all was bro that guy pisses me the dude, fuck off it's terrible dude it like that shit terrible. broke my heart see, and, it, it, it broke my heart dude off, we we like, had a i no, bro, it's, my it's wife's little brother had George's a literally cut out of George in Bush. his administration is donald Rumsfeld. It, it it was the uh the pal the, yeah, the, Colin Powell. Yeah, that guy was uh, Condoleezza Wright. Like it was Con yep. literally yeah. everybody because they yeah. had so much cover up running that day that, like, you you how on all of days the day that this is supposedly supposed to happen out of nowhere, like a massive 
training exercise is going down and like regular old traffic flight controllers have no idea what the fuck is going on because there's all these simulated blips on the on their radars and shit yep. you know because they had like the military tested you know that ju- you know it, how, how was that giant they, they knew about hurricane. it just like they knew about pearl harbor man they oh, needed bro. it to happen bro there was a giant hurricane off the coast of new york city right the day day before and the morning of not a single person was talking about it and then all of a sudden it just went bloop see you later and it was all over the news al roker everybody was talking al about it. i had no idea about it i had no idea about it until recently the, the day before 9-11 happened came out saying that the uh there was like three trillion dollars missing, or three million dollars. Yep. It was Who, Rumsfeld. Rumsfeld. Donald Rumsfeld. Rumsfeld. Okay, yeah, yeah. It that's was. It was, like, it was multiple trillion. It was like forty trillion dollars or something ridiculous, bro. This, Just, you know, massive finding, and then like the the airplanes hit the section of the twin towers that held that specific document. All the fi- yeah, all the financial yeah, shit. Like, yep. come yeah, come on, come on. That's yeah. convenient. And then, and then there's a connection. I believe there's a connection with that to Building Seven. Like there was some other. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was in Building no. Seven. That's why they brought it down. Yep. Well, the uh, you know uh, George's uh, little brother Marvin Bush was on the. Um, he was did the security for the World Trade Center. Yep. And was on uh, Houston Casualty Company, the insurance company that had the insurance policy for the world trade center yep and the guy that um he was the insurance policy whatever the guy that held the insurance policy bought the world trade center for 15 million dollars not even a percent of what it was worth just months before in like june and then in july the israeli um I know it comes back to the Israeli government, but I can't remember the Israeli company that was on the 17th floor, which was um, all evacuated. They paid a $53,000 fine to get the fuck out uh, in July. Um, to make it out. Con- to, they cut their contract early so they could get out. And then um, the guy that uh, bought the World Trade Center, he also owned uh, Tower 7. And he collected when the insurance caught, um, we paid out, it was like four and a half billion dollars. So he quadrupled his money, you know, he made 15 million turned into four and a half billion for the guy, uh, you know, and everybody got a piece of the pie, dude. Everybody did. That's and you, you saying so that kind of reminds me of Warren Buffett just recently sold off all of the banks that he owned. Right. And he also just showed off uh, what I was telling you, Hank, the other day, all the uh, semiconductor company, the Taiwan semiconductor company, bro. It's just a matter of time before we start moving into there. And we're just World War Three here later. So do you guys think that him selling him selling like a bunch of the the banks and whatnot? Do you think this has to do with the rollout of like the CBDC and and the absolutely absolutely. And, and Fed now and everything? The World Economic Forum is not shy about what they're wanting to do. Klaus Schwab very well yeah. could be the Antichrist. Yeah. Who, yeah. Like, who, the great, who just the, handed down all of his power to his son? Right. 
Bro, George I mean, Soros. what kind of ridiculous? Like George Soros just did that. Like yeah, he just, George Soros did. Did Klaus that. Schwab just do that too? Or no, fuck. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know George, George, George I'm Soros, Soros just Soros. just handed yeah. it down to his son Alex, yes. who's yes, who's right. by his own words more political than his father, which were even more fucked. Yeah, but like, but the the World Economic Forum, just like to reference the the Great Awakening again, like they're not shy about what they want to do and the Great Reset, bro. Yeah, like it's not a secret. Like they're taking and, this whole one world system of everything to the absolute max. Like this is yes. so much more than the new world order or anything like that. Like this is complete and utter domination of any sovereignty from any piece of land. Like yeah. Oh, uh, who, who and, and was you, it? Andrew Andrew for America. On the punk rock politics podcast, just did an episode about like ten bullet points about what the World Economic Forum just released, and it's some really demented shit. Like they're gonna force all these nations and countries worldwide to sign on to this, and once you do, the the World Health Organization and the World Economic Forum practically practically merge into one and completely control the everything like they they soup it says that they're they're the the world economic forum and the world health organization's orders will supersede any local state or national laws it's crazy how uh, fucked that, is that man well bro it, like you said you said klaus schwab that? very well be the antichrist look at the fucking black cloak that the man wears <sighs> when he's standing there out, dude man. Bro, absolutely, it freaks you out. I mean, it's a it's a black. But like, if there's no reason for it, nope. <laughs> yes, bro. <laughs> Emperor Palpatine, you're right. This is like, uh, like, dude com- was on some shit, man. Like, he had two dudes roving him up and pinning stuff on him. Like, he, yeah, he Klaus Schwab really thinks he's important. I mean, truth be told, he is, but. I mean, he yeah, he he put himself there, bro. I mean, he studied. We, I mean, he did, got to study under the greatest. Like we let these people do this right up underneath our noses. Just greedy, dude. It's greedy fucking people. It's greedy fucking politicians. It's people that, um, they're fucking bought out, dude. They're bought out. It, it's 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 a it's a kind of a fuck thing to think about, but you know, knowing what I know now, I would never go down that route. But if someone was like, hey, man. I'm going to give you, you know, a, a million dollars to vote this way, to think this way, to post this way. And you and your family are fucking set. You love your family, don't you? Of course you love your family. You want to be you just having that that insurance, that peace of mind, knowing that your family's OK. I, I think it starts off with things like that, where they, they they know what you want. They know what's most important to you. And then they leverage that against you. And most people, even though they might be good people, they, they're like, hey, yeah, I'll fucking take the money, dude. I'll shut the fuck up. Like me, I would like to think that if that offer ever came my fucking way, dude, I'd tell you to go fuck yourself, dude, because it's not about you and your family, in my opinion. It's about Drawing that America. It's about everyone's yeah. families, dude. Like, 
and and that's you know that's where i think a lot of these people like all these these dumbs these you know the deep underground military bases um if shit does hit the fan like most of these dirty dogs dude that have have a foot or have a have a hand or a finger into this nasty fucking pot of mess they're fucking set dude um and it even kind of freaked me out too i i try you know, I hear I hear a lot of other podcasts and I try to, again, use discernment on on what I'm hearing. But the whole satellite phone thing that just came out where like 50 of the the members of Congress actually took it. Like, what's going on there? Like, what's up with that? Like, is this well, a sign? You, is this fear porn? What are you talking about? I, I, I don't know what you're referencing. So about a month or month and a half ago, there was a big story floating around that 50 members of Congress had been had been provided satellite phones for in case of absolute extreme emergency, like like an EMP, almost almost like they it was right after the whole China China balloon thing, mm-hmm. and so mm. the EMP tip scare, you know, that was when Doctor Evil had hollered released the emp and so that was the (laughs) that was the flavor of the week for the media and but like i think it had come to light that like every member of congress ended up in the senate had had been offered but only those 50 accepted yep so if 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 we go off of the assumption that they took it maybe with an emp attack in mind maybe they have are the ones that have buddied up with the World Economic Forum because we know how much Klaus Schwab loves Xi Jinping. Yeah. So it's going to take more than, even if it was China. If China were to go heads up with America, God forbid they try to come in faith because they might get through California. They might get through the Northeast where everybody, you know, where all your major populace is giving up their guns. They ain't coming through the South. Let me tell you. They're not coming down here. The, the, please, please, Dude. please make yourself at home. So, because, But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to take more than one power to come, come take America down. And so I think the, the World Economic Forum is just doing that for us. Like, we're agreeing to it. Like Trudeau is buddy buddy, like he's cheeks deep in fucking Klaus Schwab's ass. Like so now we start. We've got China. We've got Canada to the north. We've got all these. Well, I mean, he he talked about he's got uh, all those members in 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 the cabinets. You know, Vladimir Putin was was uh, studied under uh, that whatever training. Um, facility that they were talking about all those people that are in all those high levels of cabinets and everything are all uh you know buddied up and tied into the world economic forum and like you said dude once they control the money and they control your health and everything else you're completely fucked there's nothing else that you're you're gonna be able to do yeah dude that, that is... oh dude that shit gets me so fired up sometimes i got a fucking woosah but real quick, going back to what you were saying, Hank, about like you can go through here, you can go through here, but good luck going through the south. So I was up in Northern California at the time um, when all like the BLM riots were going down, all that other shit. And my fucking hometown, Yucaipa, California, 
these dudes didn't fuck around, dude. So these dudes are like, it's actually funny, dude. When I first came down here, I was at a 7-Eleven. I look over at this house that I grew up right next to, and they have a fucking huge Q flag up. And I'm not saying that I'm like a huge, huge fucking Q-tard or whatever, but at the time, it sounded fucking great. Our in Ukaipa on the main boulevard, which is miles and miles of boulevard, like stores and, and whatnot on, on either side, they painted the stripes uh, on our roads. They're all red, white, and blue, red, white, and blue, red, white, oh, and blue. Yeah. And, dude, all the owners, dude, all the shop owners, they sat outside with their fucking rifles, dude, and were like, come take some. I watched at this Valero gas station I used to go to, I watched these Antifa dudes try to come fuck because there's there's a lot of now listen let me say this real quick my head is shaved if you didn't see it i'm not a fucking skinhead but there's a lot of fucking skinheads that live in this area dude they kick the dog shit out of all these antifa motherfuckers dude like kick the shit out of them because they were all trying to come and just fuck shit up dude they antifa was here for probably about 45 minutes and they got the fuck out they realized very quickly this is not the fucking area to fuck around in i mean all, every truck's got a fucking Trump flag, a fucking Joe Biden flag. I mean, it's fucking hardcore. And I was actually really surprised. I was pretty proud coming when I moved back down here uh, to see that, that that most of the people that, that live in this community are all on sim- on similar fucking pages to one way or, you know, one way or another. But, um, yeah, dude, that's fucking crazy. And real quick. I'm just going to butt in. I want to let you guys know I am going to record an intro and I'm going to give you guys a fucking proper introduction. We kind of just kind of rolled into this. That's not normally how, how we do things, but it just so happened to be like that. So just know, and we're going to get you guys at the end as well. Um, Bo also will probably be on in like 15 minutes. Oh, that's cool, bro. So Man, hey, I, the, the 643 conspiracy is no stranger to shit shows. <laughs> like. Oh, I don't know if you listened to me and Ryan's earliest episodes, like the first ones we put on Spotify, like they were John Wayne toilet paper level rough, like the content was good, but the audio was nowhere near like, like, thanks to Drew and like Ryan Dean from the Great or uh, Dangerous World, like they've hooked me up with mic and a camera and these headphones and i'm using my laptop now where me and ryan were just rocking out with our cock out and our phones in our hands making it happen but i mean it, it, it it's fun man like these, these podcasts are always always great man don't feel like you, that, that you chipped us out on anything. yeah Thank i kind of at first because like no honest honestly dude be honest with you guys this is actually the first time i've rolled out one by myself so uh Bo, he has a podcast called Anti-Slave QE. Yeah. Okay, so he goes over all this shit. Well, I wasn't even really familiar with Bo, and I heard him on, uh, I don't even know what fucking po- Actually, I didn't even hear him first. I came home from work, and my fiance had him up on our projector and was, was watching. I'm like, oh, this dude seems a little crazy, a little cool. I'm, I'm in for this. And uh, he just started up a Discord. So I don't know if you guys are familiar yeah, with I gotta Discord. Jump on that. Yeah, you do, dude. So that's that's essentially, dude, how all this fucking came about. Like, I've always been interested in like doing a podcast, never knew where to start, never knew what to do. And he's like, for any of you guys, any like-minded individuals that want to join the Discord and hop in the conversation, here's the link. So I was like, ah, fuck it. Started the link. And sure as shit, like Bo's like, hey, dude, what's up? And next thing you know, he's like, hey, you want to hop on a podcast with me? I'm like, all right, fuck, I'm, I'm in. 
So me and like five other dudes from the podcast uh, or from the Discord all hopped in a podcast. And after we got done, I was like, yo, dude, you know, it'd be fucking cool is to start up because he usually does it solo with like one guest. I'm like, what if we got together like weekly <laughs> with all the members of the Discord or who, whomever and let's fucking start a podcast, dude. And so we rolled out one podcast. And I say we is in like he, not me. I was just one of the guests on there. And he writes me the next day. He goes, dude, do you want to be the other host of the podcast? And I'm like, me? I'm like, fuck it, dude. Let's do it. And that's how that shit blew up, dude. And so we're, like I said, Sunday night's very new. I am very new to all this shit. Um, and you guys sound great, by the way, with whatever setup you guys got. I, I don't have the best setup, dude. I got I got two microphones um, and a little little soundboard that has like pre, pre-played sound shits in it for like yeah. 70 bucks. So me and my fiance both can fucking talk at the same time. And um, it's definitely a, a, a growing process. Like you hear some of these other dudes that are rocking the, uh, what do you call that? Not a cast master. The rogue casters. The rogue Yeah. So I've been hearing about this. I looked it up for the first time the other night. Dude, they're like a fucking thousand dollars, dude. That's Holy way crap. out of my. What... See, I was thinking was that, that was thing? something I could save up for. <laughs> like, I was like, a, uh, you... uh, never mind. You can still. So, so they're, they're expensive, but essentially it's like a, it's a, it's a nice soundboard where you can like add in your little sound bits. So if you want to do like weird fucking sounds, like, huh? Oh, oh okay. Like that. These are all preset that are on mine. And this was 70 bucks came with two microphones, two mics and that thing. So super affordable, super cheap. Um, yeah. but with the, with the, what is it? The Rodecaster, I, I believe from what I've been hearing, it has like a program that comes with it. So after you're done recording your show, you can go in and kind of like dial in the audio a little bit. Yeah. Um, and right. I got these. I forgot the name of this type of mic. I, 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 the brand is Hainer Seek, but there's a it's a style of mic to where if I'm talking boom to mic. it. Yeah, it's a boom mic, but it's it's a condens. I think it's a condenser mic. Oh. Yep. So like I'm in our living room. This is like my my counter right here. On the other side of this camera is my my living room. So I have kids, dude, and I got fucking dogs. You guys heard earlier that bark. So I got this to hopefully like kind of get rid of some of that sound. And now, you know, I've gotten to the point where I really don't give a fuck because this is just super. We're not super fucking professional. Like we're not super like right um, uh, organized. And it's it for right now. We're just getting started. You know what I'm saying? So I don't care if there's a fucking kid crying in the background for a couple seconds and a dog fucking bark. We're humans, dude. We're, we live a, natural, right. absolutely. a normal yeah, life. Absolutely. Dude. So if fucking little Johnny that board comes... thing you were talking about sounds pretty sweet, though. Yeah. I Like I said, I wouldn't. Um, Unless you're looking for a new mic, I wouldn't get that soundboard. I would just go invest in a soundboard. And so the soundboard no. essentially – oh, you're talking about the Rodecaster? No, the the soundboard thing that you're talking about, I think – so um, like uh, I use um, OBS, mm-hmm. and there's a, a program on um, – it's, it's basically like uh, it, it turns your tablet into one of those things, right? Oh. And uh, uh, with OBS – and so what it allows you to do is like, cause I had it set up for when I was doing, um, when I was doing my breaks and stuff for baseball cards. So you could press, you know, a button on the tablet and uh, a GIF would pop up or, you know, di- oh, different cool. stuff would pop up like on your, 
on your OBS screen. Uh, Twitch streamers and shit you use it like when somebody comments and something, so they have like a little video thing pop up, you know. Um, I, I I bet there's a way that you could do the same thing, but with sounds, because I know that I could play sounds on it. Interesting. I actually have OBS, but I don't use OBS. I downloaded OBS at first, and then. I pretty much bought everything that Bo told me to buy. I fucking bought whatever he's using and it works for him. That's what I'm buying. So I got a Movavi Suite 23. I don't even know what we paid for. It was like 80 bucks or something like that. And that's where I do all like the editing. But I don't even, the thing is, I don't even fucking edit. Um, we had, we had, I had a really great fucking guest on uh, a couple weeks ago and uh, he dropped some bombs. Um, I'll just say bombs, and uh, I was like, "Dude, I can't, I can't post this shit, dude. Like, I can't post you what you just said. I can't say I. It's not something I can do, dude. So, I had to go in there and like barely kind of edit a couple of the words out a little bit. Like, I don't mind the cussing and shit, but certain things like just like ah, I'm trying to, I'm growing here, dude. We're trying to grow, so I'm not trying to like piss dial, people off before you dial get there. the yeah, yeah, and like all fucking shit on fucking you know the 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 trannies out there that are fucking grooming our children all fucking day long, but there's just certain things, you know what I'm saying? That it's just, I'm not, I'm not saying it, but other than that, I don't even fucking edit shit out. And I think once it slowly grows, then, you know, and again, I, I, I feel like with a lot of, have you, have you guys heard of cult of conspiracy? Oh dude, I, look, we're having yeah. Jonathan on the show the weekend after the fourth, dude. I'm so nice. Look, oh, I, I probably shouldn't have said that, but no, you're good. Jonathan, Jonathan, uh, or not uh, Jonathan, we're Jacob. Jake, we're Jacob, Jacob yes, on. yes, yeah. So they actually hopped on our fourth episode, dude. I was blown the fuck away. I love uh, those guys, was, man. And it wasn't from me knowing them; it was because Bo had already known these guys. So like, I was shitting bricks, son. I was like, oh my god, dude! Like, I listened, and they're the fucking most down to earth, like, coolest yes. dudes ever. But they've, they start uh, up. They they've reached out to to me several times, like even before Ryan passed. Like, literally when we first started up, they were one of the first people to throw advice our way and give us feedback on our initial episodes and stuff. Like, they really helped yeah. give us an early shape, and then. Of course, when when Ryan passed and stuff, like they both just reached out a lot. And, uh, me and Jacob talk quite often. Like it, it, it's really cool, man. Like this com- this community of podcasters, crazy is dude, second to none, man. Yep, it's like, like a therapy sure. session, dude. It's like a therapy session because a lot of the shit that we're talking about, dude, you can't go. Like today, when I was moving, when we were moving our shit, my mom, I, I'm trying to fucking red pill the fuck out of my mom dude and one of the things that she's she's willing to watch is like a flat earth video she's willing to watch it but she's like she thinks i'm fucking crazy so we were moving our shit she goes hey kyle you want to take this with you and it was a big old globe i'm like no mom i don't fucking watch that shit. that's bullshit and then my daughter chimed in she goes that's not even real grandma thank you oh, Amberlynn. thank so you um but the but the 9-11 thing dude so her husband is from new york and she just fucking flat out refuses. I'm like, dude, I have a 20 minute video you can watch. 20 minutes, not even gonna take much of your day. 20 minutes, just watch it. Kyle, that's a bunch of bullshit. That's bullshit. Never fucking out my mom. I'm not saying people didn't die. That's not what I'm saying. People died. I'm sorry for those people that died. I apologize. Like I'm sorry. I'm not saying people didn't die. 
what I'm telling you, it was a fucking inside job, and there's a good fucking chance the planes didn't even fucking exist. This is not coming from my conspiracy dumbass. This is coming from the fucking firefighters that were on the fucking ground there that said it looked like a controlled demolition, and they didn't see no fucking planes. But she don't want to fucking hear it. And so it's got to a point where I just, certain people you know, you're like, all right, it ain't fucking. Yeah. I'm sure we all got family members that just are not on board with this shit. Um, so you gotta get them For a sure. little bit at a time, little That's, bit at a time. The the first well, episode that I heard of y'all was when Grandma Diggles was on, and was bro, I wish I could have one iota of the conversation y'all had with Grandma Diggles. That I I wish I could have that with my grandma because it would literally shatter her heart and probably drop her dead on spot if I told her. (laughs) Like, no, like, in all seriousness, it would probably kill her from heartbreak just to know that I didn't believe exactly how she wants me to. Like, I can't wait to talk to Bo about how, how awesome is it to be, not only talk to your grandma about this stuff, but to just cuss in front of your grandma like she's not your grandma. <laughs> Bro, that's because so funny. that doesn't happen. <laughs> real, real quick, so my grandma is a little short Italian, 83 years old. She's fucking, she doesn't golf anymore. She's currently caretaking right now for, for my my grandpa, her ex-husband. Um, but I remember, I think, fuck, I think it was still, I was in the Navy, and I was on the phone with my grandma, and I'm cussing, and someone's like, you talk to your fucking grandma like that? I was like, did you hear on the other end what my fucking grandma just got done telling me? Like, she, it, it, I don't know if it's an Italian Bro, thing, there's, there's still it's, respect It's definitely there. an Italian thing. It's definitely an Italian thing, dude, because uh, one of my best friends when I was growing up spoke to his grandma the same way. <laughs> And and like he she was cursing at him and they were going back and forth. And I was like, if I even thought what you just said, my head would be on the fucking floor in a heartbeat just just from even thinking it. But boys, real quick, it's 1016. It's fucking late here. I got to head out because I'm tired as fuck. Drew, uh, next time we're going to get this. We'll get another one going a little bit earlier. dude. I. Thank you, dude. Thank you fucking for being here so much. No, thank you so much, so much for having for me on, man. Yeah, absolutely. oh, bro, a- a- absolutely, dude. One, one of these days we'll get a long-ass one going, and, and for sure, but uh, you, stay you safe guys on have the a good streets, night. Dude. Stay safe on the streets, man. Hey, thank, I appreciate thank that. Your, thank you for your service, dog. I appreciate, I appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate that. You guys have a good night, all right? If yes, I press sir. leave, it's not going to fuck anything up, right? No, you should be good, bro. I hey, we'll love all you, right, Drew. brother. All right, Pasta love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. Man. bye. Man, that's a good ass dude right there. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. Uh, he told me before you hopped in that he was law enforcement, and like, <laughs> he's now one of like, I don't know, like a handful of law enforcement that I um, that I like. He's a cool fucking dude. Yeah, I just have yeah. had some very bad experiences. Not really me myself, but I've had a couple friends, yeah. um, like shot, and and not saying that they were golden childs either. But he's a he's fucking badass dude and i cannot wait to chat with him some more so during the pandemic when they shut everything down uh like man dude we have so many similarities like because i i was never on unemployment until that year i said fuck it i I was i just met my who is now my wife and she had a really good job and so i was kind of in between jobs it wasn't nothing for me to go get one but like 
they had to shut school down. It was somebody had to run our three. I got a daughter. She's got a son and a daughter. So somebody has to be wherever they're going to run them around. So I was just like, look, there's no sense in you quitting and me starting up a job. Just if you want to work, you can work. I'll chill at the house. And I, man, I blew every fucking penny that the government sent me like a dumbass. And I started buying baseball cards on Facebook. Like I, I found out that, holy shit, there's signature cards and shit. So I got really just bored and bought a bunch of shit. Drew is the first person I ever bought a baseball card from. No shit. Yeah. What and card? What card did you buy? Do you remember? I some Cardinals card that I don't even have anymore, probably. I've done bought and sold so much shit in the last three years, four years. But he introduced me to Ryan. And so, like, we were all – and Ryan's got a friend named Josh, and they were from Texas. And so, us four were always in a group chat together. Oh, what? Drew used to do baseball card breaks. Like, he would buy a bunch of boxes and then sell off the teams. We'd all, you know, send him money. Like, I'd buy the Cardinals and – Ryan wanted the Astros and Drew wants the Red Sox and like you divvy up the teams like that you pay for it and he would do a live stream on Facebook and open everything and show it on camera and that's really where we all met each other and then me and Ryan just instantly formed like a brotherly bond like he was that asshole big brother that I never had because I'm the oldest of three boys and he always treated me like his little brother. So, like, we we always talk baseball. We always talk conspiracy shit. And then one day I was like, dude, we need a podcast. And he was like, what do you mean? I'm like, no, dude, we, we could talk baseball and we could talk conspiracies. Ain't nobody out there doing that. The nope. nope. You either got one or the other. And so he was like, huh. And then two days later, he was like, no, so about this podcast. And I was like, man, if you're serious, I've already looked into it. And there's a way we can make it happen from our phone. And so we started using Spotify for podcasters and we decided on calling ourselves the 643 Conspiracy, which 643 is a, a double play in baseball from your shortstop to second baseman to first baseman. So that's where that comes from. Oh, shit. Yeah. I like we were. We were going to call it the 643 double play conspiracy, but like I, you know, I, somehow we just landed on it was easier to say the 643 conspiracy. But that's why there's those addition symbols and that equal sign in there is just kind of a little play on words, you know. You got no, you guys killed it, dude. And I kind of forgot about that. So back in the day, I used to actually keep score. I used to make money, $20 a game. Is that a Yerba Mate? That's just a Mountain Dew. Oh, it looks like a Yerba Mate. Dude. I've been craving one of those. Um, but anyhow, yeah, I forgot, dude, the 643. That is fucking awesome. I never knew that. And for some reason, I thought that the 643 was like an area code thing and not necessarily like a play on words. I didn't even think about that. That is fucking genius. Yeah, man. And uh, he came up with the, the, the purple logo that we use on our social that he came up with that. And then. He also came up with the black low, black and gold logo that I use on Spotify to post all the, the th pretty much the thumbnail for the episodes and shit. So like, um, I've kept everything exactly how he had it. I haven't changed any descriptions or names on anything. Like, um, thankfully, his wife and me were able to come together and figure out the passwords and emails that he had set up for the Instagram. Damn, dude, and I noticed. 
like because I ran the Facebook and he ran the Instagram. Like I'm I'm super new to Instagram. Like I never really messed with it at all. And so like I try to be active on there, but you know, their algorithm's more vicious than fucking Facebook's algorithm. You're um here comes Bo Diggles in the fucking house. Yeah, You're... I didn't realize until last week the Instagram name still shows up as Ryan. It does, it does, and I and I, I, I thought it was kind of cool that it did say Ryan because it's still like, just in yeah. my opinion, keeping yeah. him no, alive. That, well, yeah, um, you know what I mean. Keeping even the if alive. I, I haven't even looked in to try to how to change that. I I promised his wife I wasn't gonna change nothing. Like she's able to log into everything and see everything and still go back and listen to the episodes with him on there and like all the stuff on the Instagram that he posted in the early days. So I've left it like that, I, which I didn't even realize until like literally last Friday, somebody was like, you know, it still says Ryan on there. Right. And I was like, what? And then I got to looking. I was like, oh, no shit. I bet you everybody still thinks some crazy shit's going on because they think, like, I'm putting myself on Instagram. Like, it's me. It's, it's, it's Hank, but it's saying it's Ryan. That's probably mind fuck. <laughs> I, only, I only knew that. I only knew the, the scenario due to listening to cunts and Monday Night Masturbators. And we're definitely, at, at the end of this, we're definitely going to plug uh, – um, well, we're gonna do the the link for for his GoFundMe Go for his yeah. family. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely, and get that shit out there. And um, not shit, you know what I'm saying? Good, good stuff, dude. And and give some support because yeah, I, I I do I do know the money that they were asking for was like literally like actual pennies on the dollar. Um, yeah. I just found out recently, dude, that there's like a death tax. I was not aware of that. Like, how fucking stupid is that? You gotta pay taxes if you pass away with the Bo, what's up, baby? What's up, Chef Baby? How you doing, man? I just I just got off work. Uh, I just got home from work, so I tried to I rushed on as quickly as I could. I still got all my fucking work clothes on and I'm covered in grout hey, and paint. You luck, like, you luck, beautiful. Thanks, man. Thank Bo, you. motherfucking Diggles in the house. Bo Diggles, conspiracy <laughs> Jesus in the hizzle. Let's go. What's, what's up, up man? man? Hey, it's nice to uh, nice to meet you, bro. It's nice yeah, to meet likewise, you. Likewise, bro. Likewise, man. Yeah, appreciate y'all cool. having us on. You just missed my boy Drew. Oh, uh, Drew missing? Was that Drew missing? No, no, missing no, the point. Uh, or, no, I'm no. I'm sorry. I'm so out of the loop, man. I was like, yeah. Bro, my co-host is named Drew too, but it's not oh, Drew gotcha, missing. gotcha, gotcha. So check gotcha. this out, dude. Check this out. Everything ties in right now. Okay, so the other night, a couple nights ago, I hopped on Spotify, and I was listening. To, I clicked on one of your the six four three podcast shows, and it says. Hank and Drew, okay? My Spotify was fucking glitching the fuck out. And I'm hearing in my ear, Drew missing. And I'm like, no fucking way, dude. So I, I'm in the middle of writing you, Hank, a big, long message. Like, dude, this is fucking crazy, dude, because Drew's going to be on, uh, I think, on like the 8th of July or something. This is fucking crazy. Like, small world. I didn't know he was your new co-host. Because I, oh, I hit play on your shit, but I hear Drew. In my, so anyhow, my Spotify was all fucked, all fucked off. <laughs> and I keep clicking fucking 643, 643, and it, all it's playing is Drew from Missing the Point. Yeah. And I had this whole thing written out to you, and then it finally, like, stopped glitching out. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank God I did not send that because <laughs> you're probably going to think I'm smoking crack, dude. Like, you're listening to the wrong podcast, dude. 
Man, uh, see, when you messaged me, that was right, literally right after I, like the day after I just caught that episode with Grandma and Diggles, and it it was just like, and did I just manifest a message from this motherfucker? <laughs> I was at work. I just get a message for fucking, hey, this is just, hey, this the chef. And I'm like, holy fucking shit, man. <laughs> the, the amount of random messages from people that like I put put a, on a tier above myself in this game, like, damn, it's just, dude, man, like, it's wild, you know, to, to think that you could just start something on a whim and next thing you know, you're connected with people that you never thought possible. Like it, and it's crazy because everybody's genuinely good fucking people. That's something Bo has to constantly fucking remind me of because I always, um, I don't know, not give myself enough credit or I, I don't. And this is, this is something I've struggled with my entire life where I just don't I, I'm, I don't get super confident in myself when it comes to cooking, bro. Fuck off, dude. I'm going I'm <laughs> to run, run your shit. But when it comes to other shit, dude, cooking, like said, that's funny. I'm like, dude, like, and, and Bo's constantly like, Jeff, fucking have have faith in yourself. Like, do this. You got this. You got this. Like, just fucking do it. You're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Because I'm like, dude, I'm I'm a newbie dude here. But and it's so weird that. Well, don't feel bad, man, because I'm newer than you are. If we're, you're new, uh, then I'm like really. Fucking. Yeah, barely. Yeah, barely, dude. We're in the same fucking boat. But it's a fucking blast, dude. It's a fucking blast. And I just think it's great how like me and your story is like line up really fucking well man like as far as like how it all started on the fucking hey did yep a whim you know what i'm saying just threw something in the air and that bitch stuck that's right yeah so, i mean i've only been doing this shit for a year honest you know yeah if, but, if that now I, actually i don't even i don't even know if it's been a full year yet honestly what episode are you on on anti-slave uh 81 82 that's, and you, I still got archived episodes that I haven't posted yet. Like I still have one with Wallamy. I have one with me, Dak and Bubbles, uh, talking about the Twitter files. I have another one. Uh, yeah, I still. So I've got a couple of them to fall back. Like I like to keep a couple of episodes unreleased in the fucking archives, right? Just so if it comes to a point where I'm like, holy shit, I can't record an episode for two weeks or whatever or a month, then I can release two episodes in two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Um. Yeah, and I this, gotta, yeah. This Sorry, dude works a lot. No, you're good. I interrupted you. This Bo works a lot, dude. He's been working, dude. Like I feel so bad. Like we, me and Bo, we talk every fucking day. And and when you hop in this Discord, you're gonna see, dude. Cause there's so many. There's another dude in there named Dak that has a podcast. Um, and a lot of the times we grab people from the Discord to hop on. Cause they're, dude, they're fucking awesome people. Earlier, Hank, you were talking about like if you won, if you won the lottery to buy a big fucking chunk of dirt, chunk of land, and have communes. So we actually have a guy um, who's actually been following Bo from, like, the get-go back, I believe, on Twitter, right? You guys, YouTube. YouTube. YouTube is where he found me. It was on YouTube. That's where I was first posting stuff. And, like, there's yeah, shit we- on YouTube that's not on Spotify and Apple and stuff because it's literally just, like, when Anti-Slave started, it started kind of as a YouTube channel, but then adapted into a podcast. And it was my it was my intention to make it into a podcast, but um, you know, in the same breath, uh, I just didn't. I, I it was hard for me with YouTube because YouTube is so censored about shit, you know. Yeah, dude, so, we we got hit. Say you got your start there just because of how 
you know censored it is yeah oh well okay it seems okay it seems that uh it seems that it has been a year i guess it says here uh a year 108 views a year one year ago this is the first fucking first video i did for anti-slave and it uh, was posted on may 23rd 2022 dude you think about it though 80 something episodes right and you think anywhere from like an hour to fucking two hours bro like you add up all that time and it's like holy fuck dude that's a lot of fucking time a lot yeah. of time spent and that's why i recommend so i just set up yesterday last night <clears throat> a uh buy me a coffee are you familiar with that hank is so it's pretty is much that that a, animated video no no so buy me a coffee is it you you set it up it's just you go to like www.buymeacoffee and essentially what it is is it, it no one's actually buying you a coffee when i first started hearing about this i'm like oh that's cool like they actually buy you a coffee i'm thinking like waking up early in the morning doing a podcast <laughs> you want a coffee um but yeah dude so you can sign up it's free completely free you throw your logo up there and all you do is it'll it'll give you a link at the end and you put your link down in like your show description and if someone's like you know i want to help this guy out a little bit or, you know, I enjoy his content. I want to just give him five bucks. I think it's like a dollar or $3, $5 or $10. And someone can just pretty much donate the money to you. And it goes into a little fund. And then you can use the money to like slowly start upgrading your shit. But I ended up making one yesterday. Um, and yeah, for, for at first I was like, this is super corny. Like, should I do it? Should I not do it? But like, we all need like upgrades on our shit. You know, I want a new camera. My camera is not terrible, but it glitches out sometimes. Like even right there, I barely touch it. And I feel like there's like a little green hue um, behind it, but just random stuff just to keep you going. And you know, if you're, you're spending your time, you're making this content and if people enjoy it, there's, in my opinion, there's no shame in, in throwing things out there to where people can like, help if they would like to help if they want to throw you like five bucks three bucks it all fucking adds up you know what i'm saying so yeah it's crazy coffee. that you say all that because me and drew have been talking over the last week about we've reached the requirements to monetize on spotify and i was saying let's just wait till the end of june we'll look at the numbers how many you know because i figure if we could do 10 episodes a month and average 10 listens on an episode then we've met Spotify's requirements to monetize with their little ad system. Then I've been at, you know, talking to Drew about possibly setting up like a cash app or something under the podcast name mm -hmm. as a tip jar, you know, just in, you know, that way we can put it out there that if you want to support us, that's there, but it's not a way of, which is not a knock on anybody that has a paywall or anything like that, because if you've made it to that level, then you've made the hustle. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like, yep. I've heard that that's something that's a that's a milestone achievement. That's not Absolutely. a knock on you, but it's a way for me to bypass a paywall, but still be like, hey, you know, rattle my can, you know. That, hopefully, this will make you this will make you feel really good because you say cool. you're newer, like. I mean, dude, I'm a month in. <laughs> bro, bro, we're, it was Sunday night. We're like three months in. Two nights ago, two nights ago, I hit, I think, 109 consecutive, like, Spotify followers. I ju ju just hit the threshold. 
Yeah. And so I just threw some ads in there just because I'm not sure how exactly how the whole thing works. So, right. you know, if, if there's like a lot of negative feedback and and people are like, you know, come on, dude. But me for me, myself, dude, a lot of the podcasts I listen to when I hear a fucking ad, I don't give a fuck dude, about the ad. I, I really mean, honestly don't like I love the content. Ads are everywhere. So, That's yeah, d- definitely. This is just my opinion, dude. Again, don't don't feel bad doing that. Bo still, I mean, he he he's fucking rocking it son on anti-slave and he still hasn't i don't think ha- has anything set up quite yet um to get a little bit of extra cash to keep on you know keep it going keep it going because it's See, a lot yeah, of work. what i what the reason for that is though is because uh you be getting stuff you be getting ads for like like i'd be listening to other shows and this is not me knocking other shows this is just my own personal preference um if i'm gonna do an episode derailing the fuck out of woke and trans agenda i don't want a can't cancel pride ad in the middle of my episode that's that's all i'm saying i don't want i don't want a vaccine i don't want a vaccine fucking i don't want shit that i don't agree with going into my episodes and tainting my episodes you know what i'm saying so i started anti-slave as a hobby as an outlet for me to talk and for honestly it's more uh therapeutic for me than anything to be able to talk to people have a sense of community that's my payment is i have a i have you know it's like free therapy a sense of community i'm meeting a lot lots of people good friends that are going to be lifelong friends forever so that's really cool to me and just reaching people is really cool to me you know what i'm saying damn it dude we reached so so many more people than i ever thought that i would be reaching at all you know like i'd be getting emails from people i'd be getting uh, the discord people be hopping in, in the discord and talking about stuff and sharing their opinions and uh all that stuff so that that so that's that's the craziest part for me right there like i didn't ever think that i was going to ever be able to monetize my podcast when i started doing a podcast i didn't think that i would have more than 10 people listening at all times you know what i'm saying yeah. but now we're pushing fucking 700 listeners that's great man. you know through then that that's just on anti-slave um through uh you know um the uh spotify and apple podcasts i don't know what the numbers are on podbean or on google podcasts or on anything else i don't check any of that shit i just look at apple and spotify and uh the fact that we'd be getting i don't know fucking 300 400 plays per episode is just like oh. <laughs> yeah dude so yeah <laughs> it's pretty cool like we're obviously people are listening do if i had 300 plays on an episode the highest amount of I got 45 plays on one episode, which was right there, right as I think it was the last one Ryan was on with me. Dude. But like, I, I, I'm averaging about 10 listens per episode right now, <clears throat> which is cool. You know, well, you know, we're still super raw. Me and Ryan, or, or <laughs> excuse me, me and Drew are trying to find our, you know, find our groove and it right. between his job as a, you know, my job and with us being in different time zones, it makes it, you know, a little difficult to always line stuff up. Like me and Ryan were able to, because it seemed like with us being with me and Ryan, we're all different. We're in the same time zone and a lot easier to manage. Yeah. Yeah. And his his job schedule was a lot easier to work with than like so I'm I'm I get off at four thirty every day, but I might work six days a week. You know. Yeah, I feel like Drew's 
I know Drew has stretches where he's on call and he he didn't. There's a couple of nights this week he didn't make it home until nine ten o'clock. By then I'm long in bed. <laughs> my old ass has to get my sleep. I get that. Yeah, but, but you know we're just we're doing what we can. Like I'm I'm really trying to find that spark to just deep in dive deep into content again. Like I like I had in those first few episodes. Like it. It's almost, it's not like it's not like it's like it lost its shiny. It's just Dude, you went through a that's tough, bro. Like I'm not even gonna bullshit you, dude. When I heard the very first episode, dude, I'm at work, I'm flipping burgers, and when I heard it I think it was either again concert or master debaters, dude. I was fucking tearing up, dude. I was like, dude. Okay, I'm out of I'm out of the loop here. What what are we I haven't oh, heard so, this yet? So yeah, yeah. So Hank. Take it away, bro. Oh, me and my buddy Ryan started our show about uh-huh. a month, a little over a month ago, and we were really good friends. Like he was like my big brother, and he okay. tragically passed away. Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. Never mind. I okay. I kind of know about. Like this. we were like four uh-huh. episodes in, and oh, um, yeah, that was a whole thing. And then I I knew Ryan through my current co-host Drew. Like mm-hmm. Drew, Drew connected me to Ryan in the beginning, and so Drew was like, you know, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna pick this up, and like, it, if it wasn't for Drew, I wouldn't even still be doing this because I can't talk to myself. Right. <laughs> I can't. I, can't, I can't just like there was one night right after me and Drew first got in the boat together, and he had something come up, and I wanted to record. And I sat down and got 20 minutes into talking base, like talking about baseball. And I just stopped and deleted it and got up. And my wife was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I, I'm not, I'm not talking to myself for 30 minutes, 45 minutes. I've been 20 minutes into this and I ain't said shit. Like this is, fuck it. <laughs> you know, it, I'm, I, I, you know, I play guitar, grew up playing saxophone. Like once you've played in a band, it makes it really hard to want to play by yourself again. It's right. the same thing with this podcasting deal. Like once you, because especially since I've been on the tavern a few times, I've been, you know, I've been a contributor. I've been on master debaters. Like I've had exposure to just a lot of people and a lot of, you know, different conversations. And so it, once you have all, you know, experience all that, it kind of sets a precedent for, you know, what, what you got going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Could I, uh, could I give you a little bit of advice? Absolutely, man. I give the same, I say the same thing to chef. I say the same thing to chef all the time. Cause I'm trying to push him to do something like where he's sitting there and talking solo. It's dude, it's a good thing. So check this out. I'm, I'm looking at my episodes right now from where they first started off and don't, I'm not, I'm not like a fucking, I'm not, I'm not saying, can I give you advice? Cause I feel like I'm a fucking like anything like that. You know what I mean? But I want, I want you to know that. <clears throat> so the first episode that I did, was all by myself, right? It was just me talking to the camera. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. The tenth episode is the first time that I had a guest. After that, one, two, three, four. There was a lot of episodes that I did solo dolo. And where when you're sitting there by yourself and you're talking to yourself and you're like, you're talking about baseball, like you said, and then you're like, no, fuck it, I'm just going to delete it. Dude, there's people out there that would honestly be like, okay, I would, I want to sit here and listen to what this guy has to say. 
that and that's just the that's just the hard truth about it bro like i understand where you're coming from because i hate hearing myself talk i hate sitting back and editing through my videos and listening to myself talk because the whole time i'm sitting there thinking like bro you sound like a fucking retard bro like come on now i start you started ranting you're literally in your room alone yelling about vaccines for kids like you sound like a kook right now however though however though i will also let you know that um the uh the episode that i did admiral bird secret journal antarctic aliens and undiscovered land beyond the ice wall i did that completely solo by myself that was a deep dive into some shit that i've done that, that i was looking into i like t straight up like you're fucking in high school writing a fucking uh an essay about something i did that shit i wrote out a whole thing that is the that that episode has topped all my other episodes it's got 1376 plays on it <laughs> so and it's it's my top liked episode and it's something that i did all by myself just me speaking my opinion me talking about the shit me analyzing a certain situation so don't feel afraid to go ahead and try to push solo content or things this is something that i'm trying to get chef to do and i'm trying to push him out of his comfort zone because i know that chef is good at talking i've talked with chef i see how chef talks with other people it's just that barrier that you kind of have to break through you know what i'm saying and yeah. it might be a little bit easier for me because i used to make music albeit shitty music but it would still be myself ah. there recording myself and then having to listen to myself and then edit myself so it might be a little bit easier said than done however though um you seem like a cool dude um I, just from the fucking 20 minutes or 10 15 minutes that i've been in here talking with you but uh yeah dude if you pushed out some solo shit i'd definitely listen to it you know i appreciate it man so yeah, no, i'm just don't sell I'm, yourself short brother you know just some fucking redneck from northeast arkansas man that got hey, tired of only hearing the conversation like that was how i pitched it to ryan in the beginning was like man we can talk man like we can talk like we we text non-stop about this shit we we talk on the phone about this shit the only difference would be is we're putting it on a, somewhere where somebody could listen to it yep mm -hmm. like that was and see that was the thought of ever doing solo shit never occurred to me when we started it up because it was always going to be us Heartless. just talking yep. You know, yep. us just, you know, shooting the shit like we did on any normal day. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, like the shit that we were talking about in our early episodes were shit that we'd been talking about forever, you know. Like, we were just starting with shit that we knew we could nail down. And, and you know, he was the con really the big mastermind when it came to, like, all the... He knew so much more conspiratorial shit than I ever did, like ever since he we started this podcast like the shit that i've been you know opened up to it's just fuck man it's almost you almost wish you could just go back to not knowing right yeah because man, it's so dude it's so hard once you start to become awake and then you start seeing shit everywhere everywhere i think what's everywhere. worse than that is thinking that you were already awake and then realizing just how much you weren't yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's definitely been a big paradigm shift within myself since I started all this. Like, I used to really buy into the whole Fox, CNN split, the whole, but like, I just don't even give a fuck about the politics other than the fact that they're all fucking us. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like I, I could, I could care less. Like, but see, I still feel a pull to go vote, but I, I really could care less because I don't, I know it doesn't mean anything. Right. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, I think, I, I think when you, that first initial awakening is something, but then when you think that you've been awake for a while and then you realize that no, you were possibly even further in than when you were just simply not aware because <laughs> you've actually bought into something. Right. You know? That's how I fucking felt about flat earth, dude. I felt that about flat earth. I was like, I was like, all right, dude, you already know that 9-11 was a fucking lie. You already know all this other shit was a lie. And I used to make fun of flat earthers. And then I really started researching flat earth. And I'm like, fuck, no way. Fuck sakes. <laughs> fuck sakes. No fucking way, bud. Like, I was pissed. Try was this like, out. You're no, telling see, me I don't, I don't know how to feel about flat earth because I've really put in a lot of man hours on it too, like mm -hmm. genuine looking up, you know, different points of view of what everybody has to say. But then I have a friend who's a Air Force pilot. She swears up and down the earth has occurred. Not probably because she's got beveled windows. I mean, probably. You know what I'm saying? I was probably because she's looking through a fish island. I asked her about her windows. Like, I legitimately asked her, like, would you consider your windows to be manipulated, you know, or anything like that? And she, no. I mean, I, I honestly lean more towards the extra lands theory than. But I mean, I guess that could work on a flat earth model. too. It absolutely could. And one thing you got to ask your pilot friend is, hey, have you ever had to uh, account for the curvature of your earth or did you just keep the plane level the entire I time? I asked her that and she, but she had wrote me off this because I, you know, we don't stay in just frequent contact and I just was gotcha. like, hey, what's up? You know, I got, you know, I followed her on Facebook for years. She always posted pictures and shit and just beautiful mm -hmm. pictures and I was like, so while you're up there, do you do you notice a curve? You say, I you think the world's flat, and I was like, actually, I don't. I think it might be just a whole lot bigger than what they're telling us. But it was an instant, you know. Oh, I'm a flat earther. I was well, like, that that's called know, the Mr. That she, she Mr. Smith, you right there, brother. Well, I that's called her happened. out, and I was like, I'd love to bring you on my <laughs> podcast and talk to you about it. You know, I just want to hear, you know, I your literal firsthand experience. You know, you're the source, quote unquote. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out your point of view. Somebody that's literally up above the clouds, you know. I'm just somebody that the high, you know, I've only flown in an airplane once from Memphis, Tennessee to Chicago. And so, like, it was like as soon as the plane got up any kind of high, I was already going back down. So it's really not a long flight. So I don't see the curve. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. But then again, I was looking down more than I was looking out. You know, back then I was shipping off to the Navy. I wasn't really thinking about a flat earth. You were I in the Navy, bro? Uh, that's a story. We it's okay. Have. I got the same story, bro. That's a story we can have another time. Oh, my goodness, dude. Let's go. <laughs> um, I never did anything military because I'm a... Man. Uh, yeah. Big I daddy. wish I would have. I wish I would have, though. I really wish I would have. I wish I, I would have done man. something. No, no, because the, the Look, thing no, is, dude... Don't. Dude, yeah i mean there's there's the, the i think the greatest thing it, ah, i don't even know how this is gonna sound really fucked up um it. it sounds it sounds they put it better. on a platter that makes it appear to like you're gonna instantly buy into the fact that it's more than just you 
and they sell you on that. But like at the end of the day, they're not the ones that wear the scars of what they make you do. Right. Like I have a best friend in in, in the whole world right now. Like he's a me and him grew up together, and he went and joined the Corps, the Marine Corps, and I haven't really seen the real him since we got. You know, we left. He left for basic because he went through some absolute bullshit Bro. on behalf of the United States government, and they don't give a zero motherfucker about him. No, they don't. You're they a pawn really on don't. the board. You're a pawn on the board. I gotta ask you. We will get. We can get in this another time, but I just gotta ask you. What year did you enlist? I'm just curious because I I'm, the summer of 08. My junior, in between my junior and senior year of high school. Um, okay, so you graduated in 09. Okay, yeah, I graduated in 09 as well. Yeah. I was class 272. I was in a... Did you, where did you wear, what was, did you have the digis? Or no, you were in the, you were not in the digis. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was you, right. I was, I, but I was going through my P days when they issued out the digis. So. Dude, we were at fucking the great mistakes at the was, same fucking time, son. I was in the, I was in one of the ceremonial. Oh, like a, oh, you were I in the 800, in 800 class? 850, yeah. Oh, it was either 850 what? or 950, man. Like, it's a long Shut time ago, bro. fuck up. Yeah, I was, dude, Marvin G. Shields. We were there the same fucking time, dude. Dude, ain't that some shit? Great lakes. Dude, the, the class right above me, when they graduated, they were in the, the fucking janitor-looking uniform. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I was one of the very first yep. divisions yep. to be yep. getting to wear the digi what dude crazy yeah. world son dude that's awesome <laughs> yeah man and i absolutely loved it until it didn't love me no more like, yeah i got i got in a lot of trouble I got, look I, i'm the only time telling the truth was not the right option did you <laughs> was it when when they ask everybody no 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 okay. no 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 it was after that i thought i was good because I was good. I legitimately, I legitimately think that I, I, I had a legitimate false positive. And like my, my, my chief, chief drill instructor was really cool, man. Like he was weird. He just named me the religious petty officer of the division the night before I got kicked out. Because he, we were on the tow line before bedtime, and he asked if anybody wanted to say a prayer, and nobody spoke out. And I was like, "Fuck it, I'll say a prayer." And like when I got done praying, like motherfuckers were crying and shit. Chief's jaws on the floor. He turned over, and yelled at the other uh, petty officer, and was like, "They found our religious petty officer." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." But like, he hoed me out, man. He hoed me out. Like I was clean, bro. Like I was clean. I was clean. False positives, dude, they fucking happen, dude. And, and the way they do it is all fucking- I had to do was was not even lie. I just had to request a retest. You didn't know that? No. I didn't well, I wouldn't have known that either. Exactly. They don't tell you shit up there. All they want to know is have you ever in your lifetime at one it doesn't matter if you were 12 or if it was 30 minutes before you got on the bus. If you answer, if you tell them that you have done anything, you are getting the boot. And I have a firm belief that they only keep the people that don't want to be there. Like the people that really, really want to be there because like my dad was military. My granddad was military. Like I was proud to go. 
Like it, I, I wasn't going to go kill people. Like I was going because it was a hell of a lot better than staying in bumfuck Egypt. And if you, it was what I'm supposed to do, you know, I'm a poor white Southern man. And what else, what else I'm supposed to do? Yeah, for me, Be here and farm for the rest of my life, work in a steel mill for the rest of my life, or am I going to go see the world? You know, that is fucking crazy, dude. And all I had to do was request a retest, and I'd probably still be there. But but the twist is, is I wouldn't be here tonight. Yes. Yep. And I would much rather be here tonight. Yep. I see. Knowing what I know now, because my daughter saved my life, man. Like my daughter saved my soul. If it wasn't for my daughter, I'm I'm probably dead or in jail by now. Dude, <laughs> same shit. So I got fucking. Uh, I ended up getting. I had I had to have open heart surgery. So when I went made it to Pensacola, I was having like chest pains, and I ended up getting married while I was in the military, and I was on the phone with her, and she's like, "You need to go see." I was in A school. And she's like, you need to go to the doctor tonight. I'm like, I'm not going tonight. I'll go tomorrow. She goes, if you don't go tonight, I'm going to fucking call and you're going to be picked up. It's going to be a big scene. Ambulance is going to come. So I was like, motherfucker, dude. So I went down to the quarter deck and I was like, listen, dude, I'm having like chest pains, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, ended up having open heart surgery. Uh, and I was already uh, an addict prior to prior to going in. And I got hooked on fucking pain pills again after my surgery. And where I got to decide where I wanted my surgery to be. So it was either in San Diego, which is an hour away from me, or it was in Texas where they had the capabilities of, of doing the surgery. So I was like, fuck it, dude, I'll go to San Diego. Um, I'll be an hour away from my house. I can recover at home. And yeah, dude, long story short, bro. I ended up in the brig for a few months. Uh, that sucked ass. Actually, I lied. I lied. I can't say that. It was not that bad. It was not that bad. Um, we got Krispy Kreme donuts every Sunday. Not even bullshitting you, bro. No bullshit. You know, one thing I'll never, ever miss in my life was the smell of that first shit you took in basic. <laughs> when you've got 60 <laughs> other dudes in there just Terrible. letting it go. Well, they put in that. Have you heard, you've heard of the saltpeter, right? They oh. put... So I think that backs you up, but it also prevents you from getting a fucking boner while it you're in camp. It didn't back nobody up, man. It it made everybody like shit the same. Like there, everybody in my division, our shit looked, smelled, sounded, and was this like it was the same. And there's no doors either on on the on the bathroom. Oh no, there, you're, it, was just no. A cur- it was a curtain that was ha- half as big as the opening. Yep, yep. No, that part was depth. That part fucking that was hard, dude. And then. Like the first time you have to drop your fucking drawers in front of all these other dudes, oh it was like that was this is awkward, dude. Like it's not like I'm not ashamed of what I got. This is what God gave she me. Baby, tell you, you got five minutes to go shit shower and shave. Shit shower yeah, and he shave, means baby. That shit. Yep, dude, Good that is God. fucking crazy, dude. That is so crazy. Yeah, we Marching were in through the... Golden Thirteen. Every time you hit that tunnel, you gotta start hollering anchors away at the top of your lungs. Oh my God. I forgot all about. I definitely. What what is it? The uh, you remember ever seeing like in the early days? You'd see the 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 divisions, the, the companies that were marching past each other, and they they were closer to graduation, and they'd be yep. like lobbing grenades and shooting at each other. Shit, yeah. See, yeah. I was I really was wanting. To, yeah, yeah. Call of Duty status, wild. just lobbing random grenades. You know, 
a nuketown status like when you hop into nuketown and you're just like fuck it there's a grenade a red grenade's coming down to kill your ass <laughs> and then you motherfuckers no are constantly man. be hitting me dude when i'd be like the f- man fuck you with your random ass grenade bro i'm gonna be right back you guys get it I gotta- all right my bad chef baby you good you good bo man i got a serious ass question for you let's hear it, brother what's how up? does it feel knowing that you are physically alive after talking to your grandma the way did you talk to your grandma? Oh my god, dude! Oh my god! I hope I wasn't too offensive, dude. Oh, no, Jesus. I no, I love uh, y'all's relationship. My bro. grandma I'm just knows my. She just knows me, bro. That's the thing is that she just knows me. So, uh, and my grandma's got nothing but love for me. So I I can sit here and I can talk all the shit that I want to talk, and I can uh, I mean not even that I want to talk that like I wasn't trying to ever talk shit towards my grandma or say anything inappropriate towards my grandma but sometimes when I'd be getting off on tangents I just it's not that you were talking to her like that it's that you were talking in the same in the same hemisphere as her like that (laughs) I can't even remember the the I think I did say some nasty shit with her on the on the show but But you um, were just being you though like yeah no that's the thing though wild it was just you she appreciates that though but like when when I'm around my grandma all that gets turned off real quick I get that (laughs) I get that I think I think for the most part most of my family is just happy that I don't have a fucking See, I, I let it cut anymore. around my mom a little bit. Me and my mom got a different relationship. Like my grandma's from a different time, man. Like me and my grandma, from... me and my grandma got a fucking tight ass relationship. Bro. I love like, that for you. I could bro. sit there and I can say whatever the fuck I want in front of her, and she'll just be like, "Oh, bo, you're just you know." She, that was the first episode Cooper. of Sunday Sunday Night that I've heard. The end grandma of, Diggles. It blew me away. I absolutely loved it. Like I was at work Thank cutting cutting you. up, man. I was like, "This is amazing." That a, a whole grown ass man is able to sit here and literally shoot the shit with his grandma like she's one of the boys, and he's gonna walk away and not have the first scratch on him. Like, this is a miracle. Yeah, dude, the, <laughs> my grandma is one of the boys. That's a thing. That's amazing, That's thing. man. I, we anytime, bro. Like, dude, you should have seen like the pre-show shit. My grandma was sitting there chopping it up with Chef and Ashley, asking like, dude, my grandma's the shit, bro. Yeah, that's, that's amazing, my grandma man. Jackie, and surprisingly enough, that's on my mother's side. That's a beautiful thing you got, man. That's, no, that's I mean, really yeah. awesome. Well, I, I've got I've got really really good, uh, deeply woven relationships with both. Like, well, I would say, uh, uh, my grandparents on both sides of the family, not both of my grandparents. Um, I'm cool with Papa Stan, but um, I would not, uh, or if I did, he would he would he would uh, he'd fucking hit me with some shit. Like I was trying to talk to my grandpa Stan because he was a he was a land surveyor, and evidently he's got proof to me that the Earth isn't flat, right? And then and then when I talked to my grandma about it, and then talked to him about it, he was like, "Yeah, well, my proof is is that uh, that when you when you when you when you look at the you, the ocean and the ships going away, you can see it disappear." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, dude. Okay, I thought that you had something from your land surveying ca- career that you could tell me <laughs> that you actually surveyed some curvature." But he's just telling me that you can see the ships disappear. And I'm just like, well, that's because your human eyesight can only see so far. Get a Nikon D1000 out there and you'll be able to see that that er- that, that fucking ship is still completely level. You can only see so far with your eyes. Our eyes are not the most advanced technology that we have. We have better cameras that can see in higher resolution and a lot farther away than our eyes can see. So when you when you're looking at that ship and it's going over 
and you see it going down, that's just because it's going out of your side of the, your, your side of view. It's not it's not because it's going over any type of fucking curve. Right now, uh, the world record for uh, the a picture taken um, at eyesight level is 247 miles away. Is that okay. one of the mountains over there? The- yeah, the mountains. And yeah. and the heliocentric model suggests that there is eight inches per mile squared of curvature. So with eight inches per mile squared, anything that's 10 miles away, you should have 80 inches of curvature. You should not be able to see that. You shouldn't yeah. be able to see it. But we do see it. So yeah. <laughs> so what's going on? Like, what's happening here, folks? This because, thing. see, I can it's walk outside and I live in the flatlands in the country. Like, there ain't nothing but fields. It's agriculture here. I can mm. see for miles and miles. I and right. I, I can I can see a town that is it, it takes me 15 minutes to drive to. And you shouldn't be able to see that. It should be it should be beyond the curve. Me and but Drew did a is, whole episode about all this. You should know? be beyond the curve. And there, and there's a thing, uh there's a uh well just me opinionatively. I I understand that I'm I do uh back the flat earth. But I've started saying kind of something a little different just because flat earth has got a very negative connotation to it. Uh, and I'm a Christian. So I, I'd like to state that it's biblical earth. Like there's so many, Ooh. so many sparts, there's sparts, sparts, Jesus Murphy, both. There's so many parts in scripture that uh, Psalms 319, you know, uh, God's uh, God's handiwork is uh, God showeth his handiwork and is bestowed upon the firmament. Uh, there's another part in scripture where it says that the earth will never be moved. There's another part in scripture that states that the earth is built upon pillars. So I, so yeah, I do like the idea of biblical earth versus flat earth, because I don't want to be, I mean, though I am, and I do get backlash a lot from a lot of people. It seems that every single time I get in an argument with anybody and I have an argument with anybody, the first thing that they go to is, well, you're a stupid fucking flat earther, bro. So I can't take anything that you have to say seriously, but I'm in the diff. I'm in a different boat. I'm like, I'd be talking to people and I'm like, well, if you're not, if you can't accept the challenger blowing up and all the shit that happened with that, if you can't accept the fake ass moon landing, if you can't accept this, 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 and this, or even maybe entertain the idea that we might be living on a flat earth or a non-rotational plane, I have a hard time taking other people seriously. Because I I, I, under, I understand we have so many different roadblocks in the way with uh, the Flat Earth Society, movies like Beyond the Curve, which they have on Hulu and Netflix, all these different places that are spreading disinformation about Flat Earth. Like, Chef, there's a movie called Beyond the Curve, and it's on Hulu, it's on Netflix, and it has a laser level experiment that they're basically like, they disproved Flat Earth in their own Flat Earth documentary. That yep. was a psyop. Yep, that was I a psyop. That. I saw David, that. David, I don't know. Actually, I'm not sure if it was David Weiss, but somebody recreated that same experiment, and they got completely different results. And then yeah. we see shit like we did at the episode of Davy Wavy with Justin Trudeau coming out saying that flat Earth, the idea of there being a flat Earth, is a danger to society, and that these <laughs> flat Earthers and all, dude, I have, dude, honest to God, honest to God, when I started actually believing that the Earth could possibly be flat or that we were living in on a biblical styled earth it helped me so much because i no longer feel like i'm a speck of dust in this universe i don't i don't feel like i'm a pointless living being i feel like i'm here for some random 
yeah accumulation not, of fucking space yeah none, none of us are just because of a random shit coming from the big bang we're actually here in a perfect terrarium created by god if we're living on a flat plane under a dome under a firmament and it's a perfect conception of life and reality then there is a definite purpose for each and every one of us to be here yeah that's all Amen. i'm saying Amen. that's all i'm the, saying i think at the end of the day regardless of whether you believe in a flat earth or like a, a, a super enlarged earth one the most important thing is to believe that it's not the globular model that's being taught as we know it as long as to me i we can argue about flat, super round, you know, flat, triangular, you know, all this. Right. After we get past the point that it's not what they're telling us it is, their own math disproves it. Mm-hmm. But they're so quick to run yeah. to that math. Like nobody, it, I mean, I don't know what y'all think about Sean Hibbler's film. Love him. Uh, that- uh, personally, personally it's really that you know just like the great awakening it's really hard to watch that film and come away with the same thoughts you had about it unless you you know were already of that mindset you know for but for the skeptical minds if you can watch that film and not at least ask questions at the very least then, so, you, then, so then I, you're completely brainwashed have you seen have you seen level and level with me i've only seen the third one uh, I've okay. been meaning to go back and watch the other two, but like I, I didn't want to get carried away and have like a whole month long flat earth thing. Yeah, yeah, show. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because that's kind of what will happen, brother. Like you'll, <laughs> it, it'll blow if you watch all three of them. You'll be like, your yeah. mind will be fucking blown. You know, uh, that guy. <laughs> God bless that guy. Seriously, because he did, he did a goddamn good job. Fucking. And see, the only reason I know about him was through cult of conspiracy. There you go. Right. Oh, on, you man. did you see? You saw him. He was on show. Show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I found his show on YouTube like a week before it officially dropped. Somebody had some Indian guy from Yeah, like, I just heard that. Had had uh he leaked it and so I mean I watched it and it was awesome. I watched it like three times in the course of two nights. And I, I think it's like, free now. I think it's free yeah, now to yeah, see. Yeah. But it 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 was it was it was definitely it was a lot of what I thought already. And just like with the Great Awakening, it's a lot of what I thought and what a lot of other people have been saying, but in a much deeper, more laid out, easy to black and white, here it is. Yeah, it's dude. Very it leaves very little up up to interpretation or you know, conjecture or anything. Like it's it it's very clear that the objective is to get you to understand it's not the globe. Yes. Again, and that goes back to what, what Bo was saying. It doesn't mean that it's a, like when you say flat earth, again, people fucking, Ooh, ah, let there be light. Um, no, you're good. Um, when you say flat earth, people are just like, you're fucking retarded, dude. Like flat, like a pancake, flat, like a piece of paper, like flat, like what? And you do seem crazy. And, and Bo, when you, when you mentioned the biblical earth, dude, that is fucking on point, son, because you're, you're, the Bible literally says that there's a firmament. 
and it, says, it also says the earth is flat it also says the earth is flat it all sorry not to interrupt you but it no, also says go. the earth is flat it says that the earth is non-rotational it says that no no one can move the earth and the earth does not move so does so, every yeah. single nasa document it is every single experiment they do it'll say it is on a flat non-rotating earth in the nasa documents son yeah which there. makes more sense to think that we're just doing this crazy intergalactic dance but night after night you can go outside and see the same set of stars and we're spinning at like, like why, do, why don't con why don't constellations drift from each other like why are constellations i don't even care about the relative to your viewpoint on one spot of this earth yep. how come a constellation can spin through this galaxy, through space, as it were, infinite, infinitely, but the Big Dipper always stays the same shape as the Big Dipper. Like, you would think shit hurling around, even the Earth is in an orbit, you know, they say. Yep. So, so these things are just locked to themselves. These balls of gases are just locked to themselves, but they're hurling with us. Okay. Make yeah. that make sense. Yep, and that's the and that's the and I think a, a lot a, a bigger part of it too is looking into like Warner von Braun and and NASA and how NASA started. Like NASA didn't start looking at space. NASA started looking into the ocean. Yeah, that was where that all started. Um, but it just it's those things like as as you know, Bo says, dude, it's question everything. And it's, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say like my only purpose in this world is to question things. But then again, I also go back to that. I go back to that, dude. I'm like, dude, just question, like question shit, dude. Just because someone tells you something does not mean that those are facts. And just because, well, my mom learned it in school and grandma learned it in school and auntie and uncle learned it in school, then it's got to be fucking correct, right? No, fuck that. Fuck that. Because there's an agenda, and and even with the shit that you're seeing in schools, the, the, the stuff that's being taught in schools, they're, they're, again, there's a bigger agenda, man. And, and that's what we were talking about earlier, is how they've been starting to do this to our generations not our generations do this to to children generations ago and it's just a slow crawl you know they got it all timed out they got they know what they want in 20 2025 they got they got the 2030 agenda they got the 2040 agenda and in order to get where they need to be where this like the world economic forum or the new world order or the great reset like this is not something they're going to be able to do overnight this is something that and it, it kind of boggles me, too. It's like you have, like, these George Soroses and and uh, uh, Klaus Schwab. It's like, dude, you're not even what, – what they're trying to do, they will never even be alive to see that. They're trying to make this visible for their grandchildren, their great-grandchildren, their great-great-grandchildren, if that makes any sense. And my – again, in my, in my humble opinion um, – but yeah, dude, there's so much out there, and that's what's fucking awesome about doing conspiracy, like talking conspiracy shit, dude. Is that it's never fucking ending, dude? Right when you think you know it all, there's more to come, and it doesn't fucking stop. It's every day, and as well, long I mean, as you can, we're under daily attack 
like there's a new side being rolled out every day, man. Like there's some backroom shady shit that's happening every fucking day. It literally doesn't stop. I, I, so Bo and I kind of went over this. Uh, I think it was last Sunday about the the Las Vegas, yeah, the alien ship or whatever mm-hmm. that came down a crash. Supposedly, one of the police officers had seen it. His partner was actually the one that was called to the scene and was like telling this family, like, listen. Actually, it was kind of funny that he that he said that because what he said was was. I know this might sound crazy, and the only reason why I'm actually, like, taking this seriously is because my partner, who is on duty, actually saw this. Did, did you – have you seen any of those videos where yeah. it has, like – yeah, so, I mean, that's a whole other thing, too, and that brings, for me, like – I know this is kind of all over the place, but this is something I talked to Bo about. I was like, dude, so if this is a flat Earth, right, and, and there is stuff beyond the ice wall – I'm a firm believer in fucking aliens, dude. Firm believer. I've seen ships with my own two eyes probably literally a hundred. When I was like 14 years old, I saw a fucking ship. I I don't know, maybe a thousand yards above me, maybe a thousand yards, maybe a hundred. I was 14. I'm trying to, you know, remember exactly how far it was, but I seen a big fucking triangular ship, all the lights on the bottom. It was all lit up. We're all fucking red. I seen it with my own two fucking eyes. So I was telling him, like, well, where does where does this come from then? If this is a flat earth and there is an ice wall and there is a ferment, where the fuck are these things coming from? Because it's They're something interdimensional. That I... They're interdimensional. And, and, interdimensional. And, yep. Not, and that was his response. You're interdimensional, yeah. uh, different realms. And yeah. like that right there, you just goes down a whole nother fucking rabbit hole, dude. It's Extraterrestrials, just... extra. Yes, there extra you go, extra land. Yeah. Yep. Um, Chef, wild. Sorry, sorry, baby. I'm not trying to interrupt, but I have to. Um, I actually do have to hop off now. Uh, because I'm gonna. I have to go do something. Unfortunately, I have to go do something. But I, yeah, I'm sorry, boys. I didn't want to cut this short, but uh, um, you're good, brother. And sorry to interrupt you, Chef. I'm not trying to be rude or anything. Mm. You know, I love you. You're never rude. I love you too, bro. Yeah. You do My your brother. thing, dude. We're gonna wrap this thing up. So so fucking Hank, Hank, I don't know what time is it there where you're at? Uh 10 16. I'll see you two hours ahead of us. Yeah, yes, so gotcha. We'll finish it up. We'll wrap it out without you. Bo Diggles in the motherfucking house. Check out anti-slave QE question everything. Don't don't forget that. Conspiracy mm. Jesus will be back. You'll be hearing from him tomorrow. Yes, sir. Yep there. Yep there. Yep there. Nipter <laughs> then director, then director. <laughs> Chef Goofy. <laughs> oh shit! I love you, man. It was great to meet you, bro. It was great to meet you too, man. I had a I had a good time chopping it up. Seriously, uh, g- uh, give yourself give yourself a shot with that solo content, man. Seriously. Bet, bet, man. I'll listen to it. Have to get y'all over on our show. Let's do it. Holler Sweet. at us, man. We're fucking here. Enjoy your evening, bro. Yes, sir. You guys too. Right? I'm uh I'm out this bitch. In his o. When you're done diggling, dude, hit me up when you get home. Yeah, you already know that's what I'm about to go do. <laughs> get it, baby. All right, guys. Love All y'all. Right, brother. Let's I'll go. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, dude. Oh, fucking diggles, dude. Good guy, man. He's, he's, got a lot of, he's got a lot of shit going on, dude. Yeah, so it's been kind of tough. I didn't even expect him to be on tonight. Yeah, that was great, man. 
uh, Ashley's gonna. I can't, gonna... Appreci- I can't. I can't thank you enough for for dude, you know, showing the love, man. Dude, this we're not done, dude. Really insanely awesome, man. Like we covered everything there was. Like you got me to talk about shit <laughs> on this mic that I swore I would never. It's not, it's not something I go go saying very often, you know. You know, as far as the Navy shit goes, but like. Somehow you your ass got me over here talking about marching through the fucking tunnel and shit. Dude, it's honestly not even something that I really like talking about because I am super like I'm all for fucking America. I'm all for the people. I'm all for the constitution, dude. And I fucked up, man. I made some mistakes. and you different story. There was a fucking false positive going on. Me, bro. I haven't even told you the whole story, bro. I fucked up. I ended up in the brig, dude, for a couple of months. I had the fucking uh what do you call those? The federal marshals dog looking for me. Um, I went AWOL. I had a lot of shit going on. There was a lot of corrupt stuff going on in the command that I was at. Um, I'm still to this day. I've been out. <clears throat> I don't even fucking know. I don't know. I've been out over well over 10 years, 14, 13 years or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, I think we're close. to. I'm 33. I think we're close to the same age. Yeah, I'll turn 33 in September. Yeah, so we're and I think I, I remember Ryan also I think is uh No, Ryan was a bit older than us. Ryan was like Well, you're you're 40, you're 41. You're Ryan, but uh, I was uh Ryan from uh Dangerous oh, yeah. World. He's so, yeah, about yeah, he's our age too, yeah. Yeah, Which so we're blew all... my mind cuz he looks like a whole grown ass man. Oh, dude. He's a fucking monster, dude. That dude's fucking huge. He's a fucking monster. Dude. Yeah, I wouldn't want to tangle with that motherfucker, dude. No way no how. Especially if he was the bear that I had to wrestle yeah, to the death. I love. Hey, I loved. I loved your guys's response. By the way, taking the raccoons, man. Yeah, dude. I love taking it. the raccoons all day, every day. I think I, could I grab said... a hold of a raccoon and squeeze that motherfucker's <laughs> neck. You know what I'm saying? I wear steel toe boots on a daily basis. I can kick a fucking raccoon in the fucking gut, man. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that bear. That some bitch's <laughs> claws are gonna kill me. Like you're filleted. I've seen the revenant. I know how this goes. <laughs> It's a bear. Come on, man. Who's trying to wrestle? Like I'm six two, about two hundred pounds. Who's trying to wrestle a six foot bear? Yeah, I'm like Come five, on, man. five nine, five ten. I ain't wrestling no goddamn you bear. You want to talk about shoving a fist up his butt? Go ahead, go ahead. I, if it works, I will give you every paycheck I earn for for the rest of my life. So you were th- so then. I listen to so many fucking podcasts on the daily uh, when I'm at work. That's all I do. That's all I do. Like, and I, I work with a bunch of awesome dudes. A lot of them are Hispanic. Great fucking people. Love them. But they play Hispanic music, Mexican music, and I can't understand it. And they play it right by my ear, dude. So I yeah, I have my little earbud in and I'm like, dude, as I play your music, I don't give a fuck. As long as I can hear my podcast, I have one earbud in. Just yeah. as long as I can hear my podcast, I will keep flipping these fucking burgers, dude, all night long. But if the second I can't hear my podcast, we have a fucking problem because that just gets me through shit. It's my therapy, dude. It's my quiet time. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I did just, I did just, that's who I heard. Yeah. You guys were just on and, and uh, someone, yeah. Someone was like, yeah, stick, stick. Uh, that's right. Stick your fucking hand down their throat or. Oh no. Who said that? Oh, that was the week before. I think actually. Yeah. I heard. No. Yeah. Dude said he's going to, no, I'm not putting my hand nowhere near it tonight. <laughs> Uh, no fuck that dude no way no how dude fuck a bear dude yeah i think i think when we were on um i think i chose the raccoons as well and i'm taking i'm give me 10 raccoons i don't give a shit mm-hmm. 
Give me a, a two dozen raccoons. It's all the same to me because even if they jump on me, that just means I can grab them easier. Make an example necks. out of one. Make an example out of one. Hopefully, I'm if kill the two alpha, of them, I'm gonna snap two necks and use them as nunchucks. Nunchucks. Yes. <laughs> oh God, I was uh, shit. I was gonna come up with something clever instead of nunchucks, like raccoon chucks, but no nunchucks. That that's it right there, bro. Yeah, dude. It's going down. This has been yeah, a banger, we dude. We definitely got to get y'all boys on the show. Maybe we can hone in on the topic or something, or we can keep it open. We're thinking about kicking up a, a roundtable show once a month. Dude, fucking do it, dude. Fucking um, do it, man. That'd be I'm awesome. Really, I've really bought into the whole roundtable shit. It's been it's really fun. cool. I've met so many amazing people. And they keep going, dude. And I have people... We have some people that, that I've been introduced to. I have some badass people, dude, that I'm going to send your fucking way right. that are more than willing to hop on. Uh, again, we're super new. So, like, there's times like last week that kind of worked out last weekend when Grandma Diggles was on. We we had another guest on that was supposed to be on. Uh, she's – she. I, I don't want to miss – misidentify her, but she's uh, – her, her name is Born Awake Oracle, and she's like kind of like a medium. Shit. I don't, I'm not trying to sell her short. I just don't want to like say her stuff wrong. But anyhow, she was supposed to be on some shit happened. So she had to reschedule. And then we ended up with fucking uh, uh, Grandma Diggles. And it fuck, dude, it fucking works out, dude. And, 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 but what I'm getting at is like, I'll shoot you people. Just some random, like not random people, but you can you can hear them on our podcast, and they're fucking awesome, and they're always willing to fucking hop on. They're always willing to chat, and I'm gonna shoot you after we're done here. I'm gonna shoot you the fucking Discord. Yeah, do that. And just hop. So download Discord on your phone. Got you got it on your phone? Yeah. Yeah, get dude, and you're just gonna be, and it's a fucking huge community, dude. A lot well, huge. There's like 50 people or something on there all over the world. We have someone coming on tomorrow day, tomorrow night. And uh, he's from, I think, South Africa. Sweet. And it's just super fucking dope, dude. We're all like-minded. Sometimes there'll be like little arguments in there, which is fucking awesome. Because oh, if yeah, we all you thought... gotta be able to debate, man. Yes. Conversate, even if it's from differing opinions. Just talk. So I'm gonna send you that fucking link, and if you do me a solid, dude, before you fucking sack out, hop on there, dude. Your phone's probably gonna blow up. You might have to like. Uh, disable your notifications on Discord. Oh, yeah. There is Always. multiple shit every day. Um, I will send it to Drew as well on his um, uh, his email. I don't know if he has, does. He have an Instagram. I don't know if he does or not. I know he's on Facebook. Maybe you give me the link. I'll get it to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that, dude. And um, let me pull up. So yeah, again, guys. Um, we had the the pleasure today of having Drew and Hank from the Six Four Three podcast. Um, as you well know, maybe don't know, but Hank's uh, late co-host host um, ended up tragically passing away. So what we're gonna do is in the link description, we're gonna throw out his GoFundMe. So if, if you guys got a couple, dude, it doesn't even gotta be a lot. A couple bucks, whatever you got, help support the family, help support the kids. Um, we definitely want to throw that out there. We're 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 a, an awesome fucking community, man, and it would definitely greatly help out. 
So if, if y'all would at least give it a give it a look, um, that I think that would mean the world to all of us. And uh, I, I'm super stoked, man, uh, for you and Drew's podcast. Keep keep Ryan's name alive. Keep his his yeah. Keep him alive, man. And and that, we're gonna that's... keep rocking this shit out, dude. That's the best part about it. He's with us, dude. He's with us oh, yeah. again. I wasn't super close, but but I I I do believe in um I don't know how I don't know how to fucking say this um but I do think he's here I do think he's here with with you and I think he's I, I he'd be fucking stoked dude to see that you're keep you're you're pushing on and um again dude when I heard that fucking podcast bro at work I'm at work I'm cooking I'm fucking supposed to be the man of the fucking house and I'm fucking just like ah. Like, <laughs> I'm uh, cheering up, dude, because I pictured like Bo, dude. If something happened to Bo, man, dude, I'd fucking I don't know what I would do. Uh, yeah, it was, or it was anybody tough, in this man. community, dude. You fuck anybody in this community, it would it it would fucking wreck me, dude. It would absolutely fucking wreck me. Um, and so yeah, man, show show the show the GoFundMe some love, please, 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 please. It would mean the world to to everybody in this community, and uh, yeah, dude, Hank fucking baller dude had a great time with you guys tonight again i apologize for rolling into this podcast dude without a proper introduction but again ryan and drew from the 643 podcast fucking check them out badass shit let's fucking go love it man it's been my absolute pleasure to come on with you tonight man thank you thank you yeah we, we we definitely appreciate it um Again, you can find us at uh, Sunday Night Secret Society um, on Instagram. You can find Conspiracy Jesus Bo Diggles at uh, Anti Slave QE. Question everything. Check everyone out, man. Check us all out. We're all here to fucking spit out some truth. Hope you guys enjoy our content, man. And um, yeah, dude. I guess we'll we'll see you next time. Doses. Hank, you stay fly, my brother. I'm gonna send you that Discord right now. All right. For sure, bro. Hop in, hop in, hop in, and uh, we're going to stay in touch, dude. And Absolutely. we're looking forward. Whenever you guys got an open spot, man, we're going to work around your schedule. So you, you shoot us the – Cool, man. The, the, we'll the make it happen. In. Absolutely. And hopefully Ashley will make it on next time. Our our daughter ended up sleeping most of the day-to-day while we were in the car. So she's up. Kids going to so be kids, man. Kids going to be kids. It is what it is. Sometimes it be like that. It do, in fact, be like that. Hank, brother, you have a blessed night, dude. It is a fucking pleasure. One of my favorite episodes, dude. I'm not even going to fucking lie. Hey, I've had a lot of fun tonight, man. I got a feeling that uh, we're going to be in contact a lot. We're going to link up. Yeah, when you guys get that round, st- round table started, dude, let me know, dude. Looking we're forward in. to trying to do something the week of the 4th. Sometime during that week, the 4th of July, we're going to try to do something. Let me see real quick. So I'm going to be off on vacation that whole week. And, like, Drew's off on Fridays. So we might try to do something that Friday. Yeah. Oh, dude. Well, I'm off Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays as of now. I'm looking for a new job because clearly working fucking four days a week, five hour days are not fucking cutting it at all. Uh, all right. But dude, yeah. If you guys are, if 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 you got room, dude, and and we're in, for dude, sure, man. we're in. Sure. We'll definitely link up with that. All right, brother. You have a blessed night, son. Thank you so fucking much again, uh, guys. Don't forget to check out the six four three fucking podcast in the house. Show them some love. And the uh, with most OKS podcast. Oh, that's perfect, dude. I love it. I love it. You guys rock, yes, dude. All right, man. I'm out of here.
Yes, sir. You guys have a good night. All right, peace. Hasta la pasta.